can't believe another year has come and gone, Kyle. This might be my favorite episode. I feel like the way a lot of people need massages and things, this is what I need. Bathrobe. Mm-hmm. Fire. Check. Hot cocoa. Check. Thanks to our friend uh, Kevin Steffi. Mm-hmm. And revisiting some of our brightest bits from the year. I'm going to take a sip of this real quick. Oh, I can see the steam. Oh, it's a little hot. A little put, too hot. Did you put a little, some marshmallows in there? I did. Yeah, of course. I mean, look, when it's year in review episode day, oh, you go all out. Sit back and relax. This is going to be a long one, folks, mm-hmm. because we think we're really funny. Okay. <laughs> let these next three hours dictate the many ways why. Going back is always a nice treat for me because we always start the year, Steve, with the intention of writing down things as they happen that are very funny. And then we do that for two to four months. Mm -hmm. So I am left. We are kind of left to our own devices to where we go through show descriptions. It's a mad scramble. And I knew mid to late December. Yeah. And I knew the second I saw this in the show description very early in the year of 2022 that it was going to have to be revisited. Yeah. Because trips down memory lane, I would argue, are 60% of our podcast. Mm-hmm. And this is a good one. Yeah. I remember this event that we're talking about, but I don't really remember us talking about it. Yes. At the beginning of the year, we recapped the infamous Dizzy Bat Race from 2010, maybe? 2011. 2011. Here it is. Boy, I don't know why that just brought this to mind. When me mentioning the Dizzy Bat Race. Because you, you're the only person I know who's done, I've done a, one, a yeah. legitimate... I mean, now granted, when you're a kid, you always do stupid stuff yeah. like that. Where you hey, spin around and see how far you can run. Whatever. I did, it did at, a legitimate I, one at the minor league ballpark. At the minor league ballpark in front of, I don't know, a couple thousand fans. Ten years ago? Probably about that, yeah. Steve in his uh, early 20s? Early 20s. Might have been late teens. If you get asked this April yeah. to go out there, mm-hmm. hey, we want to do another, you know, monkey poop night. Mm-hmm. Get the whole crew out there. Ooh, ooh uh-uh. The whole, yeah. the whole gamut. Yeah, yeah. And we need you yeah. to do the Dizzy Bat Race. So I'm, they basically say, we need a clown. Yes. <laughs> Will you be our clown? Yeah. And we all know the other monkeys, way too wealthy to agree to that. Right. They're going to be sitting in the box. Uh-huh. You yeah. know, being waited on. Mm-hmm. So you're you're one of the lucky ones. You're going to be called upon by this minor league organization mm-hmm. to, and I don't say that disparagingly. No. To do the Dizzy Bat Race. Late 30s, Steve. Mid 30s, Steve. Mm-hmm. Do you agree to do the Dizzy Bat Race after having done it once 10 years ago? Absolutely. Because you yeah. were suckered into... Head first sliding into second, <laughs> it's not into second base. And um, I know that a lot of people, you may think like, oh well, it's just it's dirt, it's sand, it's, it's no big deal. But when you're down on a, a like a professional level field, it's um, it's not like um, like sandbox yeah. sand. It's not like you're at the beach. It's, no, I mean it's small pebbles of gravel. Yeah, it's and meant I was, for traction for feet, yeah. like for people wearing yeah. cleats. And I was wearing, like, brown plaid cargo shorts. 
And like a pair of Vans. And a t-shirt that they gave me to wear because yeah. it had the sponsor on it, which might have been a triple XL. Well, yeah. I wasn't in the best shape back then. But the video of this, it looks is like... It still, is this still there? It definitely is. But it looks like we I weigh 350 we pounds. We need to post this to our social medias Hold as we on. talk about it. Because I, I believe I was there that night watching How this. How were you? You were, yeah. you were one of the adoring... Fans. Yeah, I was there for the baseball. You mm. you bunch of yahoos were interrupting my scouting report <laughs> on the low-way baseball players I was actually there to see. Right. Okay, I think I might have found the video. Oh, no image, no original image no longer available. So the image oh, is there, there, there but go. the YouTube there video is still available, yeah. Okay, so should we watch this real quick? I think we should. Do you have the audio pulled up? Uh, yeah. Let's now, do you see. think back then, 10 years ago, you think your cohorts were swearing on the mics? Oh. Um... I don't know. I don't think so. No, this would have been a family a family event. No Do chance. Do we want to play this for mm. other reasons? We'll post the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll post it. Up. If you want to watch it, seek it out. It'll be on our social medias. But um, if Actually, you want to, if you to... want to just mute it and pull up to the part where you slide, it doesn't. Yeah, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Look oh, at that! Look yeah. at that beefy man! <laughs> Look at that head of hair! Because now I feel like I've seen you. <laughs> That's that's the screen grab. That is the screen grab. I mean, conservatively. If you had to guess, compared to right now, granted, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. 10 years ago, and, and uh, a wife and a child. Yeah. Pound weight difference between that screen grab and right now. Now, I, now granted, you said the shirt. I want to give myself benefit of the doubt yes. and say that this shirt, it's a light colored shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It looks like the wind might be catching it, I hope. Yeah. I don't know. It looks like a, I mean, from that screen grab, it looks like a pretty still day. <laughs> it looks like. Now, did you do, and, and you might not remember this, and now it's just on a still picture, but every time we've had this conversation when it comes to like a leaf blower, mm-hmm. if a man holds a leaf blower, you gotta rev it. he's got to rev it. Yeah. Steve, you with that baseball bat, I'd be willing to bet you sat there and not full swings, but you took kind of those. Fake yeah, kind of partial kind swings, of check swing. like you were, yeah. Check swing. Well, let's see, yeah. Whereas yep. I could see Joe. Oh, yeah. See? I could see Joe like, not I'm, knowing what to do I'm with doing it. The, doing the thing like where you kind yeah. of grip. Yeah. Look, I'm spinning it. Did you ask for batting gloves, maybe? <laughs> I did not. But look, I, I man, I remember those brown cargo shorts, yeah. the brown plaid cargo yep. shorts. They're yep. not a great look. Good look. I love them still. Not a great you look. You still have them, you think? Uh, no. <laughs> I can't. I guarantee I do not have them. You think Annette threw them out when you weren't watching? I, You know, I'll give myself credit. I'm pretty sure that I got rid of them before... Now, this might have been, was this like early season because Joe's wearing the baggiest of jeans <laughs> and a long sleeve shirt underneath the triple XL t-shirt they gave you? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it. All right, so here we are. We're spinning and so spinning. Now, if you've ever been spinning. to a baseball game, you know part of the joy about the Dizzy Bat Race is the, the guy counting the spins gets distracted. Exactly. And he, and he doesn't count to 10 properly. And then there's the mascot that's running the opposite way that you're spinning yeah. to make you all kooky. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, boy, there we go. Oh, oh boy, I'm getting a little wobbly there. The bat's not really staying in the same spot. Nope, yep, you're oh, uh, you're struggling. Yeah. Now, granted, this struggling. is definitely like 360 <laughs> on Steve's <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, I do. You made it a foot away from the, the circle. And then I... And fell right into the base pad. Yeah, right, right into the dirt. Okay, so I'm laying on the ground for a minute. Uh, Joe, Joe, oh, Joe's, Joe's, Joe's moving. Joe's doing that thing where he's... 
Taking a really wide turn. Okay. So, Steve, oh, you got boy. your bearings boy, around you. Did you notice how wide of a turn I yeah, took? Yeah, you, you hung them. <laughs> I mean, I might be 35 feet. I'm, I'm closer to the dugout than I am to the base path. Yeah. Because this is the base path up here. Yeah, First yeah. and so you up, want to yeah, you want here. to stay close to the dirt, and you are, right now, you're at the dugout. <laughs> I am. I'm at the, the little... You're behind the coach's box. Yeah, the coach's box. That's what it's called. All right. Now, so, Joe's on the base path, so he has to come back out. <laughs> but by... <laughs> By you hanging that wide of a turn initially, though, you set yourself up for that barrel at the first base path yeah. to where you could cut it tight. Yeah. Because you had your bearings about you. I'm, I'd be comfortable saying halfway down the first base path. First yeah, base I, path. I feel like that. I feel yeah. like that. Okay, so at this point, this is when Freebeer was, uh, he was the monkey on the mic yep. yelling, dive, Steve. Yeah, like making it seem like maybe it was close, maybe, <laughs> or that you needed to do... Um, or, you know, hey, just put on a show and you're yeah. the new guy, so you're going to be bullied yeah. into doing what you need to do here. Now, I want you to rate my slide into second sure. base. You being a, a sportsman. Yeah. Now, now, granted, what you're talking about with that gravel, I have played softball for a handful of years. And anybody mm-hmm. who has or been on those type of fields and has slid even leg first, mm-hmm. it leaves a horrible like road rash oh, yeah. on your leg yeah, on terrible. your calf it's awful that does not clear up very quick it's awful okay so here i am there's uh joe now joe was starting at home and running to third then second yep. i was starting at home and running from first to second now you can see with this still you're already rounding that barrel oh yeah, yeah you're already I am. you're already I'm up the, i'm the flash in the background yeah you're the already squig- up. the squiggly flash and so you're already like winning this race by Probably five feet at this point because he's well, you're think, around with the barrel more than that because he's not even yeah, he's at, not even around he's not the barrel at third yeah. base yet. Okay, now, granted, so. you've got the picture out there warming up. First baseman, they're tired of this already. Again, <laughs> right. these are professional athletes right. drafted by major league organizations, yeah. and they're watching a monkey scream on a mic <laughs> and a couple fat guys <laughs> running around and a guy wearing a three X bank T shirt <laughs> with cargo shorts and sandals sprint around his base. Towards second. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So, here, you ready? I'm Remember, ready. I'm going to rate this. On a scale of one to ten, I need you to rate yep. my head first slide. Yep. It looks like you slowed down. <laughs> okay. So, 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 I can't even see the base. See the base. <laughs> and I'm already. And you're whining. Your arms are behind you. It's like you're about to take, like, if you were a kid who said, I can fly. It was. Your yeah, arms are where they would start. It's old school Superman. Yes. Like he runs and then swings his arms back. You're, and then, wind, oh. you're winding up for this slide. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Here do you remember? Go. And if I can take you back, mm-hmm. do you remember when you decided? And now he's he's screaming it at you on the microphone. Yeah. Do you remember when you said, I'm going to do it? Because I still wouldn't do it. It was. I mean, it was a last minute decision. Right. And it should 100% be. 100% last minute decision. You're not a baseball like star, you know, with a ton of experience, let alone first or head first sliding. Right. So here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. The wind up. Uh, the arms. Okay. The arms are way back. So you're like swinging these things. <laughs> no one has ever slid like this. This is like if you were jumping rope in reverse. That is such an accurate description. So Again, I'm still at least 10 feet you're from not the base. Close. You're to the point where, like in a comedy movie with Rob Schneider, he would slide and the camera would just show it so, so just so that when it rotated, it would show him like three feet away yeah. and then someone would walk up to him and, just and tag him, him on yeah. the head. <laughs> All right. So at this point, my arms 
are straight back. Yeah, I don't even know if I could do that today. I don't... Just that motion. I feel like I'd hear a shoulder crack. (laughs) All right. You ready for the big big moment? (laughs) Oh! (laughs) The crazy thing is, for as early as I started the slide... Yeah. I kind of just belly flopped yes, on you the did. second base. So the way, so this screen grab right here, that looked like. All right, we got to see this again. At full oh, speed. first of all, Joe's running. I have no idea how he would consider that any like. Whoever it feels like at that point, whoever taught him how to walk, let him down. Here we go. All right. So you initiated slide five feet from the base, and you ended. You ended. The way you look, mm-hmm. like post-coital, <laughs> sweaty, and you just lay down on your stomach. I just, I ran up. I ran for about five feet with my arms directly yeah. behind me. And then I just switched positions and kind of belly flopped and landed directly on the base. There hasn't been a pin like that since Yokozuna <laughs> on Lex Luger. Here we go. <laughs> so you ended up with all of that wind up. You somehow ended up initiating the slide too late. And then obviously you're not trained to slide. So I'm not judging that right. because, hey, you got to the base. You could have I, ended I up it. short. Look, so, I mean, I don't see an umpire calling me. It's out. amazing because I would think you the way I see baseball players slide. Yeah, man, it's so graceful, mm-hmm. and they slide over the base, but they keep their hand on it. it and I look at it, and I watch a replay, like, "Oh, that idiot got his hand off the base! How, what a what a loser!" All right, so now the time has come uh-huh. for you. If you want to see it, I'll give you. Yeah, give me one more. Here we go. This is full speed. I'm just kind of trotting. Yeah, you and... are. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's no way you didn't end up with sand in your mouth. Oh, I had a, I saw the way you hit, your head bobbed, and there was, was... I forget which elbow it was, but one of my elbows was just raw. Oh. It was completely raw from the uh, uh, from the slide. Steve, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you a little slack here. I don't think that's... Now, granted, the, the way it finished, the way it looks with, again, you like laying like you just had a strong workout on top of the base. <laughs> it's so crazy because, like you said, when you see a professional do it... They, they glide. slide, and then they go past the bag, and then they come to a soft stop. And it's amazing because sometimes <laughs> they'll like, sometimes they'll stand up with barely dirt, and they'll yeah. just brush it off like it just yeah. grazed their jersey. But you ended up with a busted elbow on your three XL bank shirt that you couldn't even take home practice was ripped. <laughs> no, they made us give them back. What? <laughs> we didn't even get to keep them. What kind of poverty organization does that? They shoot those things out of cannons at all those events, and, you know, kids want them. (laughs) Steve, that is, I'm going to, five and a half out of ten. Hey, that's That's not so bad. No, no, no. listen. Are you sure? Are you sure you want to do five and a half? Give me one more time. Oh, God, your head. (laughs) It feels like concussion territory. (laughs) I I I think you're being a bit generous. But... Well, again, the video will be posted on our. We'll, we'll yeah. uh, send it out on our social media. Please get tell me what tell us what you think in terms mm-hmm. of rating. If you had to rate Steve slide into second, <laughs> his head first slide coming up on the. Uh, does it have the year on that? Like in that article uh, let there. Let me see. This looks like it was posted on. Hmm. Does not even say. 
Does not say. Hold on, I'll be able to figure. Yeah, out the YouTube the, video will have it. But anyway, video. we're we're well over eight, five to ten years ago at this point. I, I think, think. April twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Yeah. So you know what we're coming up on the big eleven. The big eleven year anniversary. <laughs> just, just three months away. Do you think they'll let us go out there and do we re- need to recreate do, it? Do we need to do a slide off? Yeah, it's coming 2023, 2020 never, maybe, the uh, the big Stephen Kyle slide-off. I don't think that's the only <laughs> thing you're going to hear today on the year in review. <laughs> that simply never was talked about again. Yeah, no, never. We are really good. We are number one for loose ends on this episode, on this podcast. And you couldn't put that more perfectly, Steve, because now is the time where we're going to travel back. Oh, boy. This is that's a low blow right there. To another low, loose end. Low blow. I still got a couple days left. I can tie this up into a nice little bow. Uh, my, my my deep dive, my venture, my uh, grand experience with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Before we get out of here, and yeah. we're about to lose my brother. Oh, apologies to Robert. We have a few minutes. We have started... The Great Steve Adventure of 2022. Yes. And I'm not talking about you having another kid. No, no, no. That's, that's nothing. That's nothing in compared, to what, compared to what we're doing here. And if we play our cards right, you'll be wrapping this adventure up right around the time that you have your second child. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of time for this, so if you miss a week around the birth of your child, eh, not the greatest, but okay. But today we begin. Steve... Your adventure yeah. through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. MCU, they call it. MCU. Starting with 2008's Robert Downey Jr. led yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, so what we decided was, uh, I think there are 20, 27 movies. 26, 27 yeah, movies? I, the inter- the, my very quick Wikipedia check said 27. Okay. It, it's it's going to be around there. I don't know if that one consider- counted the Spider-Man movies, which have sure. come out, which they are part of the Marvel Universe. So we'll get a final count, but it's around there. Now, anybody who wants to enjoy this, the list is easy to find. Yeah. It's in order. And I can tell you for week two, Steve, you will be watching The Incredible Hulk. Okay. Which is also from the year 2008. Starring, Big green guy, right? Starring Edward Norton. Got Big muscles. angry green guy. Big muscles. My and son's green. favorite. Okay. For uh, for a, a, a minute, which is what kids do. So what we decided was uh, once a week I would watch one of these movies. Yep. And then at the end of the next episode, I'm basically going to give like a one-minute recap, kind of give my thoughts on it. Yep. Do we have any do we have any fancy production we value? Do. Yes. We have, uh, we have plenty. Uh, there are plenty of things that I can get to. Should, should we just start it? Should I Let, get right to it? Let's just start it. Do I, I can't. I'm always excited for production value, okay. Steve. All right, so Tony Stark, uh, he runs Stark Industries. What they do is they build bombs and missiles and uh, weapons and everything. Well, he is trying to woo the government into a big contract. So he goes over to the desert to shoot off some missiles and make everybody really impressed. Well, they're really impressed, so they're like, yeah, we're going to buy them. But then on the way back, he gets kidnapped. got a long way to go. He gets kidnapped. But then the kidnapper puts him in a cave with this doctor who saved his life by turning his heart into this big glowing thing that runs off of a car battery. But the bad guy says, hey, you build us a bomb like the ones you designed. We're going to let you out of here. And he's like, okay. So they give him all the tools. And then he starts to build a bomb. But instead of building a bomb, he builds an Iron Man. And then he blows them all Just up. Just like that. Flies home. And he says, you know something? I don't want to build bombs anymore. I want to do good. Oh, no. So. He, uh, he d- 
decides that they're not going to build bombs anymore, but instead they're going to do good stuff. So he builds a better Iron Man and is like, yeah, watch this. Flies back around the world, finds the guy who, oh, oh boy, oh. finds the guy who kidnapped him uh-huh. <laughs> and says, ha, I'm here to avenge you. Or make you pissed at me or something. Yeah, one so, of those two. So he blows all of them up and then flies back home. And then he gets double-crossed by the guy who was like his main confidant. Obad- Obadiah Stone. Oh, I Stain, couldn't sorry. remember Obadiah his name Stain. was. That's why was, I'm here for you. I thought it was Bohemian. <laughs> so, Bohemian Steve. <laughs> so he finds that Bohemian... He was the one that ordered the hit on Tony Stark with the bad guy around the world. Yeah, crazy, right? So Uh. uh, then uh, Bohemian decides to build a bigger Iron Man suit, and then the two Iron Mans fight it out at the end. But guess what? Tony Stark prevails. Hey. Mix in a little uh, sexual conflict or sexual yep. uncomfortable nature. Yeah, with, there uh, was some definite with the, chemistry. With Pepper, uh, Potts. Pepper Potts, the woman who runs the vagina website, whose name I can't remember. Gwyneth Paltrow runs the vagina website. And that is Iron Man. Now, did you stick around, Steve, for the post credit scene? No. Okay. You need to go back. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I should have told you in advance. No, no, granted, you're streaming, so you can just fast forward. Yeah. We're not in the day and age where you need to okay. sit in Am I going to do that for every one of them? Uh, most all of them, yeah. Okay. There's a post-credit scene that sets up the next the next movie or the okay. next series. Boy, nail on the head, Steve. Bohemian, double-crossed. <laughs> the lady who runs the vagina the website. The lady who runs the vagina what website. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow, that's yep. it. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much. That yeah. is the first. That's Iron Man. In the series of Steve's movie reviews, <laughs> we will up the production a little bit for next time. Yeah. That um, is uh, a beautiful... Did, so, I, yeah. did I get... I, I got pretty much all the main points. You got right? the essence. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Steve... Maybe I'll have to... I, I think I'll have to go into less detail in the future. Well, as you heard the discussion there, you were going to... We wrapped that up hmm. pretty promptly right before... Baby Boolin Wall was born. Yeah. Every single movie was reviewed. All the shows. Can I get your word on it right now? No. <laughs> Just no. Look, I still... When's this episode coming out? The 27th of December. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're recording this on the 17th of December. Mm-hmm. So at this point right now, I still have two calendar weeks mm-hmm. to wrap up, what, six movies? Yeah, the rest of WandaVision and like five or six movies. I got that. No yeah. problem. Uh huh. Yep. Just wait till that first episode of 2023. I'm waiting because I still anticipate the day is going to come where you simply hit the music when I don't expect it. And you're going to have a review for me on Shang-Chi <laughs> and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And boy, oh boy, am I excited uh, for that day to come. Hopefully mm-hmm. in 2023. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. It'll definitely, uh, de- definitely going to put a, put a bow on that. This coming year, this is years. <laughs> uh, but now, moving on here in the year in review, it wouldn't be um, it wouldn't be this this podcast if we didn't discuss some of the greatest athletic feats in the history of our world, in the history of mankind. It, this was another Olympic year, of course. The Winter mm-hmm. Olympics were in the other hemisphere. The other hemisphere, indeed. And we discussed them at great length. Yes. Great length. Hey, I wanted to ask you, and sorry to put you on the spot right here. Yeah. Um, buddy we talked to last year sometime, friend of the podcast, Greg Meskel. 
Yes. Yeah, my old college friend Meskel. It is Olympic time. Mm-hmm. Have you spoken to him? Do you know is uh, is he over there? I do not believe he is in uh, Beijing. 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 It's kind of crazy. I have not. Where were the Olympics like six months ago? Tokyo. Yes. Okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey. Boy, that was. <laughs> I don't know where I pulled that from. Oh, that we, that would have been nice to have uh, another boots on the ground situation. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, we're still waiting on those uh, Olympic condoms he mm-hmm. promised us. Uh, the bang bed. The bang box. The bang box. That was the. So it was like the cardboard, cardboard box. Yeah, that they supposedly slept on. That's. I, I love talking to him about that, and it, we'll we'll get mm-hmm. Greg on at some point anyway because I believe the second season of. He's a play-by-play guy for the fan-controlled football league. Yes. We'll talk to him in the next few months before that kicks off yep. again. I don't know why I said he would. I have no idea if he will. He will. He might have he left will. here and said, why would I ever talk to those idiots no, again? No, he, he definitely will. But that just got me thinking. This is – and I'm I'm not an Olympics guy. I think mm. we've talked about that in the past, in years past. Yeah. I don't think I've turned it on one second of our lives this well, opening weekend well at this point yeah because it only started on friday yeah so, opening opening ceremonies were yeah, on friday, we're, right? we're, we're not even two full days into it at this yes. point so that's not too surprising but yeah for me i'm just if i turn it on at all if i see anything it's going to be highlights of whatever the uh you know whatever the moment of right. the day was or somebody winning gold or a big crash on the bobsled track or something like that it, it, little, it's hard to get into i remember when i was yeah. a kid i was into it a lot um used to like watching hockey i always enjoyed watching bobsled sure and the um, jamaica's back in it by the way jamaica's back in yeah first time since what's 1998 the, what's the one is it skeleton where it's basically luge, oh my god luge, like but they're going a, head first yeah i always feel like it's just them on yeah. one of those cheap mechanic uh, roller Creepers. boards yeah, that you creeper. use to get under a car, yet they're going 80 miles an hour on an on, ice on tube. Ice. Yeah. <laughs> See, here's my plan. Here's my uh, my hot take on the yeah. Olympics. That um, the, the luge track or the bobsled track, make it a 360-degree cylinder, and if you can manage to, like, oh, yeah. go all the way around, you automatic gold. I got a better idea. Yeah. Instead of individually timing them all, yeah, NASCAR style. <laughs> so they all go at once? One big ice, like... Half pipe, but and they all go point, around in circles. Up, like are you taking well, your circle idea. I want them to race around this circle. See, I think that maybe you just take your bobsled track, mm-hmm. you make it wide enough for ten bobsleds. Mm-hmm. But at certain points, you narrow it down so only like two or three can fit through at a time. Mm-hmm. So that way, you have to. There is, I mean, you got to use your brakes. You got to, you have to figure out the strategy of getting in front of people, passing people. I think that this is all, uh, all on the table. This I think the Olympics would benefit from that NASCAR style competition. Yeah. To where, yeah, hey, put that on the poll. Would the Olympics benefit from NASCAR yeah. bobsled? Because, and I already put on the poll. What should the bobsled track be wide enough for ten bobsleds? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's one thing to watch teams of four, or whatever, go really fast on the track individually. Uh-huh. Hey, they're going really fast. Cool. Yeah. How much cooler would that be? If you've got sparks because they're 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 rubbing each other <laughs> oh, on Robin the track, racing. yeah, Robin's, Robin's racing. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, this I think we just fixed the Olympics. We did. I mean, I don't know if they're struggling for uh, for viewership or not. But uh, how did we want to refer to that? Would bobsledding would benefit bobsled from benefit, a little NASCAR? Or no? Would the Olympics benefit from NASCAR bobsled? That's right. Um, that got me. Th- I mean, we're not Olympics guys. We don't. And it, I think a lot of it does have to do with 
anything we wanted we would want to watch mm-hmm. is all tape delayed because it's in China. Sure. So yeah. everything happened at seven in the morning. Right. Whereas we're watching watching a delay in today's day and age, you could just go online and say, "Oh, hey, they lost." Or yep. So and so. Yeah, it's, it's it definitely fun. takes a lot of the. Um, the you know the majesty out of it the magic out of it whatever you want to call it yeah and that that always makes me think about how the 1980 Lake Placid games with the Miracle on Ice mm-hmm. nobody knew about nobody it. knew it until That's like the incredible. next day or something or later that day or because wasn't the game the game was in the morning I thought it was, may have been but they waited the to was, televise yeah. it you know yep yeah it was tape um, delayed which is crazy I you know what we have coming up though Steve what do we got we got the Olympics in the United States coming yeah up. what do, when next year. Uh, they do them every two, so next year would be a real quick turnaround. Well, I mean, they just did them six months ago. Well, that's a good point. That's a good We're point. Not, and uh, according to the news, this pandemic is nowhere near over, so anything could happen. Future Olympic sites here. I, I know they're coming. I just don't know. Uh, okay, so 2024? All right. Probably not our time. Uh, they're going to be in Paris. I don't know. Yeah, I think we. You think we could expensive? do? We could do our first. Uh, our first international. Do you think we could get press credentials? Ooh. Like if we really tried, I would think that we would have to use any name we could in terms of. You would have to like anything we submitted would have to have, like the radio show's name or yeah. your syndication company on the top in big bold yeah. letters, and then I would be kind of like size six font on the bottom, and Kyle's. <laughs> Just thinking for it, but here's the thing: I just I don't want to talk to Sean White and everybody. There's been one million interviews yeah. with Sean White and the you know the the that's the only name I know the the stars of the Olympics. <laughs> you know right? the, the the Nancy the, Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, I mean, no one else to talk to <laughs> uh, Greg Luganis. Everybody wants. Everybody's already spoken to him. I yep. want to talk famous to, bobsledder. Yeah, Greg no, Luganis. You and I, we need to show up to 2024 in Paris with all of our winter gear <laughs> and nothing but questions about skiing. <laughs> okay. All right. So I can prep for that. No problem. Um, what do you think it would cost I, us? Like, Well into the high thousands to do ten, ten grand. Do you think 10 grand would cover it? You think 10 grand total for the two of us? For I, the two of us to go for... Hmm. I don't know, a six week? days. Okay, let's call it a week. I think that if we booked now. Mm-hmm. For 2024? For 2024. We can probably book a hotel room for Can 20- we call France Airlines or Airline Francois, if that's what they go by? <laughs> and ask them about. Yeah. Airline <laughs> Francois. And ask them about their rates for, uh-huh. I prefer direct, from here. Uh, sure, for- yeah, from our. From our local uh, regional airport here. For August 2024. Yeah. And then also ask about the carry-on cost for skis. <laughs> so not only are we asking nothing but questions about skis, yeah. but we're bringing skis with us. Yeah, I feel like we need to go over there with the intent to do like jackass-style stunts. <laughs> hey, they're going to let us go down the ski hill that they go on. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a video of you and I falling down a grass hill right. wearing skis. Because it's August. And then we make $20 million at the box office. And then, like, I run behind you and, you know, put a stick up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Steve and Kyle's jackass movie. <laughs> and then, for whatever reason, I'm going to throw feces at your face. 
Okay. I think we've got. Yeah, I think we've, we've, we've got, got a million plan. dollar movie. We've got a plan. <laughs> I like um, it. But I don't want to talk to those people. To, no. to go back to that point, I want to talk to, you know, Jimmy, the the guy who shoots the fake bullets, <laughs> who is the one athlete from Bangladesh. <laughs> right? So you watch those opening ceremonies where. So four- Jimmy, Jimmy, the bullet shooter? <laughs> is that the. No, no. The fake bullet shooter fake because they're not shooting shooter. real bullets, right? Right. Yeah. What do they shoot with those? Is it just blanks? What sport is that? Isn't that where they ski? Well, I'm not back to skiing again. <laughs> Don't they do one where they jog and then they pull the gun from over their shoulder? I believe that's the biathlon. The biathlon where, where they ski and then they stop to shoot targets. So but that's, that's not, not a summer f- game. Hmm. Do they shoot in the summer Olympics? There's got to be some type of shooting, right? Shooting sports. Every summer Olympic game since the birth. Yeah. I'm not dumb. <laughs> Pretty dumb. I had them skiing and shooting in August in France. Well, they definitely ski and shoot. In... Yeah, the biathlon. Look at that. Oh, nope. Never mind. That's the Winter Olympics. Oh, maybe the summer version of it is they rollerblade and then shoot. Yeah. So, yeah. The fruit boot and shoot. streets they go down for the tour de france <laughs> yet it's just a bunch of guys in tank tops and rollerblades and fake guns strapped over their shoulders and again that's the fruit boot and shoot okay who um but anyway i want to talk to jimmy the bangladeshian shooter bullet shooter who is again the only representative from bangladesh so when you watch his opening ceremonies you have you know the countries and all the athletes come out at once so you got the united states with yeah. a couple hundred people and then china yep. a couple hundred people mm-hmm. and then they start getting a little smaller you know you've got like canada there's well, 15 that's, that's there. where uh why tonga man went went viral years ago yes because he was was he the only one he was um I don't know if he was the only one or one of the only ones okay. from Tonga. Very uh, obviously a very small contingency from there because yes. it's such a, a small island nation. But that's who I want to talk to. I want to get all the dirt mm-hmm. from Jimmy the Bangladeshian bullet shooter. <laughs> 2024 in France. And all right. get all the details from him because he doesn't care, right? He's coming in 14th. In the yeah. first heat of bullet shooting. Yep. And basically the only reason he's there is to just hang out in the Olympic Village yes. and just plow. Yes. Just plow constantly for two weeks. Jimmy the Bangladeshian bullet shooter's got his eyes on, you know, Veronica the New Zealand pole vaulter, <laughs> who's also in ninth place in heat three. <laughs> like no intention of winning. No. Just a free just, trip to France there. for the winter slash summer games. <laughs> Why don't they do the fall games? Combine some of them. Yes. The winter and fall games were like the uh, the, the spring games would be just, you know, mud tracking. <laughs> That's all there is. But anyway, this is coming <laughs> up. 2028. Yeah. Los Angeles. Oh, L.A. L.A. All I. L.A. 
So we're skipping Milan well, Cortina, I mean, I figure... which I believe is in Spain. Mm, Milan? Yes. Isn't that Italy? Not the coast of Spain, then. I don't think. Like Spain is no Spain's not landlocked, is it? No, there's they, it's got I'm, Portugal to the side. No, no, they they share a border. Yeah, yeah, Milan and Spain, they <laughs> border country. Sure, yeah. Uh huh. Uh, twenty twenty eight. I don't know how far in advance we need to do these. Well, look, I mean, by that point, this podcast is going to be massive. We'll probably be based in L.A. No question. To begin with, with, so we can get all the, the guests. bright lights. Yeah. Living in Holly Weird. Yes, that's right. You and I talking celeb dirt three days a week. Oh, we're doing that. We're we're bumping this up to three days. Yeah, we're doing a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. Actually, no, we're not working Fridays. We're no, working. we're doing. Uh, we're doing Mo- Monday, Mo- Wednesday, how Thursday. About Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So we got four day weekends every week. The Stern schedule. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's uh, he's on to something with that. Yeah. So we've got the Holly Weird dirt sheet <laughs> that we get to you know at the thirty minute mark every episode. Yep. And we. Yeah. I don't know how this would work. Maybe, well, this is something we can ask. I'm sure Greg doesn't do it directly because he work, he's, he works for uh, NBC Sports in a couple of days, I believe, sure. right? So I'm sure, I doubt he handles the credentialing himself. Yeah. But he might have some insight on how you and I can maybe start the uh, start the old hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can send us some of his old credentials. We'll just forge some new ones. No way that's going to fail. No. No, no chance. I can't imagine they change him. It just says Olympics <laughs> with your face on it. Yeah. And that's got a cricket. Yeah. We can get like an early, you know, 34 pixel image <laughs> off the internet of what we think the logo might look like. Have her throw it on there, print yeah. a couple of Gildans, and, <laughs> and we're and, in. And you and I are in business. Basically, and just put a VIP on there somewhere. Or all access. Yeah, VIP, but in like fake rock, like the letters on your uh, on your rock station badges. <laughs> yeah, I think we're sir, in. Sir, excuse me, Mr. Olympic, sir. This means backstage. Now, where's Veronica the pole vaulter? I got questions. <laughs> That's something else in the queue for 2023, getting uh, Veronica on finally. You know, she's got to be gearing up for 2024 in... Um, right. One the other you hemisphere, know, the, uh, the, the the south south quadrosphere, quadra, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's Olympics, the, man, that's one thing we know well. Olympics and dead royals. We <laughs> that's one of the many big ideas that we have on this podcast. And boy, it seems like we do big ideas well. We just don't do big idea execution very well, and that is reflected here perfectly, as we decided on the fly to switch our podcast. To a zip code podcast. What are we at today? I think we're at 305. Hey, 305 till I die, Steve. That is, uh, welcome to Miami. Oh, bienvenido a Miami. Hey, the magic city. The city that never sleeps. The windy city. The Big Apple. Motor City. Mm, Yep. The electric city. Should we do that? Should we do every episode now based around the area code? <laughs> okay, so we're at 305. You said yeah, you're, so you're confident Miami. that 305 is and definitely again, Miami. I only know that because oh, of course. Uh, the only radio show and podcast that I listen of course. to is uh, the Dan Levitard show, which is based show. out of Miami. Um, again, the only one that's ever had an impact or sure. ma- meaning in my life. So 305, mm-hmm. so now... 
Oh boy! But, but now we need to scramble. Because... I got I got some big news oh, for next no. week. We need to scramble today because <laughs> right. now we need to get all these Miami bits ready. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, but hey, don't worry. Palm trees. We have uh, nearly seven full days okay. to prepare for next week's episode, which will be a deep dive. Okay. Into the province of Saskatchewan. Oh. And then in about. Uh, another 335 episodes will be back in the province of Saskatchewan. Oh, good. So they have for t- episode 630-something. Wow. 639. Oh, also 474. Look at that. All right. So three times we're going to have to have Saskatchewan episodes? But the good thing is you prep once, and then your prep is done. You just save it in a folder. You set a reminder on your phone. Hey, open up the, Sask- the Saskatchewan folder. Yeah, and that's right. Good. Yeah. So we need weekly folders mm-hmm. with... Tidbits and trinkets <laughs> yes. about the the area that we yeah. have to cover that week. Okay, what's 307 then? What are we two weeks out from? Call me ignorant, by the way. I had no idea that Canada used area codes like we did. I thought yeah. that was a distinctly United yeah. States thing. Hmm. Do they, did they steal it from us? I mean... I've seen Trudeau on the news. If there's one he, thing, he that... looks like he looks like that guy that, hey, I'm your friend. Yeah. But then, like, you know, when you get up to go get him a drink, he's stealing stealing cash out of your drawer. If stealing the, thing... the queen's bucks. <laughs> there's one thing I know about the Canucks. Sneaky sobs. <laughs> Maybe put that on the poll. Are the Canucks? Not the hockey team. Right, right. Well, yeah, but I'm just going to phrase it as that because I want people to misinterpret yeah. and think that we are talking about the NHL's <laughs> Vancouver Canucks. Bunch of sneaky SOBs, if you ask me. That's um, so, so two weeks from now, mm-hmm. um, I think we're going to be leaning heavily on maybe some listener interaction for this uh, this new weekly bit that we're doing where we explore... <laughs> Different area codes. That's right. We're now a we're now a geography podcast. So two weeks from now, episode three oh seven, we'll be taking a look at the entire state of Wyoming. One area code. So Saskatchewan, has not three. even in this great free land of the United States, yeah. gets three. Mm-hmm. So there's forty moose. Meese? Moosen? Meese. Forty meese using one area code, mm-hmm. 16 goats and a sheep herder using yep. the other area code. Yeah. Yet the whole state of Wyoming. Whole thing. Whole thing. Well, I'm excited for 307. Um, you know, we're all just going to be fighting to get through the Saskatchewan one episode. You're excited for 307. Wait till 308. Oh, my gosh. In three weeks. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, man. Please tell me what 309 is. 308. Sorry. Not the whole state. But the western part of Nebraska. Just the western half. Western half, yeah. Is that the one with the uh, uh, the corn? No, it's the one with the corn. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you clarified. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a, maybe we can do a live show coming up in eight weeks because I know 313 <gasps> oh, is the city of Detroit. Mm-hmm. And that is because I, I, I know that because they always celebrate, I think, 313 Day. How about that? So maybe we go in eight weeks or seven weeks, we drive to Detroit and do a live event? What do you think? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, a week after that, we'll be heading to the great state of Illinois for 309 Day, which, of course, celebrates Bloomington, Normal, Peoria, Moline, mm. Rock Island, Perkin, and Galesburg. Big fan of Rock Island, Illinois. Mm. Big fan. Yep. A lot of uh, tourism capital of Illinois. Look, if we have anyone in these area codes, we <laughs> yeah, we need you to tune in. We Actually, need you, we need you to contribute. Very honestly, if you are in an area code coming up, six, seven, eight, nine, three, ten, three, eleven, whatever. Look, apologies to anybody who was in the first three hundred five area yep. codes. Yep. That we, we missed you. We missed you. Yeah. We have multiple things to do now. We're running this on the fly. We have to update our tags immediately to indicate that we area are now codes. a geography yeah. uh, podcast. Specifically area codes. Yes, just area codes. So we want your your calls, your uh, messages on your favorite area code memories. So first Look, up, if you... I got an area code memory from when I was a kid. I grew you up do? I grew up a 609er. Okay. And at some point we changed to an 856. Oh, how did you adjust? Midstream. You can't adjust like that. Look, I'm here to tell the story. Did you? That And that was the story. <laughs> I was riveted from start to finish. Look, that's why you come here. I have. Come here for the tales. So many questions about the ramifications. I know. You know? I know. Uh, I <laughs> Please ask all of them. So we've got big episode 306 <laughs> next week with Saskatchewan. Now, I think the odds of you and I finding somebody that listens in Saskatchewan, probably not know. great. Can we, um, like, where we upload the podcast, can't you go in and look Ooh, at, maybe. you can pull up a map, right? Yeah. And it tells we you where. one download in the province of Saskatchewan. We're on. We, like, we have to, we have to figure it out. And I'm assuming that this podcast hosting server that we use will then allow us to get all of the details about this person, like yeah. their address. Social security number. Yep. Although, do they have social security numbers in Canada? Whatever they're using to be billed so they can listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Do they do social security numbers in Canada? I don't know. Is that another? Maybe that's another thing they I mean, stole from I us. I feel bad because right now we're blowing past Miami time and we're, so, we're hyper-focused on Saskatchewan a week in advance. Apologies to Miami. Well, anyway, you're a dirty, t- you're a dirty, dirty city. Nobody really enjoys you. Anybody who says they do is only there for two days at a time. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine living there. Ah, area codes, zip codes—they all it's, mean the same it's thing, interchangeable, right? Interchangeable. Nobody knows what any of them are, anyway. No, absolutely no clue. No clue whatsoever. Well, it was a big year for this podcast and for the host of this podcast, Steve. As uh, you, well, your wife, more specifically. Entered another, welcomed another baby mm-hmm. into the family. Yeah. Well, I, I also welcomed that child into the family. Did you, though? Were you even there? I was. Ah. I was, uh, yeah. I was at her side, despite okay. what you may think or try to. I kind of wish you had treated it like the 60s, you know, where you were just at the bar with a, and then. The cigars. A, a telegram or a fax came into the bar fax. <laughs> right. Said, oh, Steve's wife popped out another one. And then you yell, hip, hip, hooray, and you and all then, light oh, no, cigars. No, no. Yeah, and everyone said, for he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow. That's what they did, right? <laughs> Much like that celebration we just had mm-hmm. or talked about, we sh- we celebrated that upcoming news very similarly on the podcast here. 
as instead of talking about you know Annette having another baby, you like and I decided life changing yeah. life changing moment. We instead decided to rank pinball, air hockey, huh? knock hockey, and foosball. You know, bachelor pad amenities. I remember first time around, it was all encompassing. Wake up in the morning, it's the first thing you think about. Yeah. Go to sleep at night, last thing you think about. Mm-hmm. Not so much this time around. Um, oh, you just, no, that makes sense. Just don't care, right? So you're That's exactly what I'm saying, yeah. Couldn't care less. Whatever. Well, oh, three, three and a half months? Yeah, sounds like plenty of time to rip out three walls and <laughs> build a bachelor den. <laughs> you want a pool table and air hockey, hun? Oh, that would be great. I, I, I apologize for interrupting. When was the last time you actually wanted to play air hockey? Like you thought, man, you know what would um, be really fun right now? A game of air hockey. The last time I wanted to? I, I don't know. If you're talking bachelor um, pad or bachelor den amenities. Are you going to air hockey table? No, I'm going or pool here, table. Here's where I'm going in order. And I'm glad you asked. we got to put this on the, on the poll. Yeah, this would be on the poll. Pool table. Here's my number two. It's a wild card. Okay, so you're going one. I'm going one to three. From the top. Okay. Foosball. Ping pong. Boy. Sorry. Table tennis. I don't know where we're at nowadays. <laughs> Is that culturally insensitive now? It very well might be, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's some kind of slur. <laughs> well, the New Zealand indigenous people, indigenous tribe... <laughs> Real upset with the, the, the ping pongers. Then air hockey. I have air hockey. Bottom tier two. Okay, so. For bachelor pad amenities. So you did, uh, you listed pool, pool table. Pool table, I think, gets everybody interested, everybody, right? Yeah, I don't know, though. I feel like, I feel like pool table, yes, it gets everybody interested, but everyone's used to pool table. Like, if you walked right. down in this basement and you saw a pool table, you wouldn't be like, oh, my God, you have a pool table? No, that, that's it a would very be, good point. It would be, oh, cool, pool table. And chances are you wouldn't want to play or yeah. you'd play one game. But if you have air hockey, if you come down in somebody's basement and you're like, whoa, you have an air hockey table? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's play. I feel mm-hmm. like that's getting you more uh, – like, there, there's more excitement surrounding air hockey. But I want to look. I'm going to go off script here a bit. Sure. Again, yeah. this started with me asking you how your wife's pregnancy is going. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Everything's fine. Have you ever played? Okay. Knock hockey. No. What is knock hockey? Knock hockey. Knock. K n o c k. No, it's a, a, that's what I just typed in, but it's actually n o k. Knock well, hockey. Apologies to another group. We probably just offended. <laughs> Maybe put that on the poll. Is knock hockey and okay, culturally insensitive? Yeah, I, and boy, oh boy, and we're next week's just going to be uh, an episode of apologies to okay uh, people who were you know three thousand years ago ancestors killed by the ping pong tribe. <laughs> All right, if you could uh, focus your attention up on the Tron, this is knock hockey. Okay, this is a wooden table. Um. Drawn to look like it is a hockey rink. Mm-hmm. You have a goal on either end. This is a small slit in this end, mm-hmm. small slit in the other end. 
your goalie is just a, a small a wooden block, a small wooden square that is, is that into the into the board that's like diagonally sp- attached to uh, right in front of the goal. Your puck is right here. This little wooden puck. It's roughly the size of a checker, maybe a little bit thicker. And then you have your wooden wooden sticks. You've never played knock hockey. Never. I've never even seen this. Now, overall, I know you don't have any perspective. This is probably... Yeah, how big is that? Because I see the two You're probably... sticks that they give you, and those look like they would be, you know, essentially two hands long, yeah. maybe. I want to say it's maybe two and a half feet wide by three and a half feet long. Okay. Knock hockey. Knock hockey. Hmm. That, I remember playing that when I was a kid. The only thing I can think of would be, you know, comparative to this, there was no board... And I'm sure you played something similar just on the ground with mini sticks. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's the only thing I can mm-hmm. think about, but I never knew that this would, that that was a thing. Uh-huh. Huh. Knock hockey. Do you think we need to, well, think, you know, listen, I think I anyone's going to, Hey, I guess when you maybe? think about it, they have to make games for poor people too. <laughs> this is $60 at Dick's Sporting Goods. This isn't cheap, man. I mean, I'm looking at this. <laughs> I'm going to build one. I'm going to build us a knock hockey table that we can attach to the top of this. Okay. And we're going to have a tournament. If you offered me knock hockey or paper football. You got to go knock hockey. I think I'd have to consider. God, this is so much fun when I was a kid. Because when I you, first saw so you this, I didn't, puck... I didn't realize what was part of the board and what was, you know, an extra piece. Yeah. I, that almost looked like one of those puzzles where you get just a little silver ball and you have to shake it oh, to, yeah. get, to get it where it needs to go. See, now, what you would do to start off the game, you take the puck, obviously, and you put it in the yeah. in the blue dot in the center. And then each... you smack your brother in the face <laughs> so you can, get the, you can win the face each, off. Each player takes a stick and then you do, like, your face off. You go, dun, 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 dun. Of course. Dun, dun. dun. Yep. So you you tap the sticks together yep. three times, and after the third time, the puck is live. Because that's almost as sacred. That's street. That's roller hockey as well. Yeah. That's yeah. almost as sacred as the thumb war cadence. Uh huh. Yep. One, two, three, four. I, I declare, declare a thumb, thumb war. war. Yeah. And if you violate that trust by say smacking your brother in the face with the stick and just taking the puck. All right, we have a lot of we we got a lot of pictures we need to post this week. Yeah, listen, knock hockey. Be... We're posting uh, uh, 2010 sportscaster Kyle. That is that doesn't sound bad. That is if you have a studio bachelor pad, knock hockey's yeah. perfect, right? Because but knock hockey now there's no stand for it or anything. It's just flat. Like, so you would put play, it on the table. You'd, no, you'd sit on the ground and play it. Oh, yeah. Maybe you do that like when you're young, but now you're right though. You oh, could set that it. Sounds terrible. Yeah, it you sounds think... terrible to do it now. Like, sit oh, on the right, floor. Yeah. Like, hey, sit on your knees, hunch over, and smack this, you know, was it a uh-huh. puck or a ball? It's a puck. It's a little wooden. Okay. Like a, yeah, about, again, about the size of a checker, maybe a little bit bigger, a little bit thicker, mm-hmm. but roughly that size. I feel like knock hockey is due to suffer the same fate as lawn darts, where eventually someone's like, hey. Oh, you mean, it's, you mean kids... it's not going to be popular anymore? No, I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, people are going to say, hey, should we really be throwing weighted daggers as a game? Eventually, some parents are going to, you know, some coalition yeah. is going to look and say, hey, 
should we let these two emotionally volatile children use these heavy plastic sticks to smack a wooden disc mm-hmm. at each other? Man, I had so much fun playing knock hockey. You know, I, I'm going to pull it up again on the, uh, on the Tron uh, just so we can get some more detail. Have you noticed in the corners, there's little diagonal pieces of wood glued in, so that way the puck wouldn't just die into the corner. Oh, sure. Well, yeah, you got to have some yeah, bounce. Yeah, yeah, some crazy carom. Um, man, I loved this game so much. And the real, the, the, the tricky play was when you get the puck, like say after, uh, say you score a goal. Yeah. I take the puck and I put it right here next to the little uh, uh, diagonal goalie. Uh-huh. And then you put your stick right up against it and you use it like, oh, I guess a, you almost okay. like launch it. And if you kind get of the like torquing it, right? Yeah, if so you get using... the and if you get the angle right, you go boom, wall into the boom. Goal. So what? How big was this board? Because in my mind, you're on your knees, yeah. So you're each supposed to stay on you the know, opposite side. I would say it's roughly the size of our countertop here. So you're not able, like, so you, if you're, and granted, this doesn't really work for the audio audience. Doesn't matter. Everybody's looking. There are, Everybody's looking up knock hockey right now. N O K hockey. Much like a. Uh, a hockey rink, there are two blue lines. Two blue lines. So are yeah. you not, like, if it's if it's you and Mike, Mike is not able to cross your blue line with his right. stick? Right, yeah, exactly. Okay, this is... So you can yeah. really only compete in the middle. Yeah, like, this is your... This is your... Behind your blue line, only you're allowed to play the puck there. Okay. Uh, you got your neutral zone up here, so this is any anybody's game. And then behind the blue line on this side, yeah. Wow. This looks like something that you would see nailed to the wall at an Applebee's. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Next it, to the picture of, like, you know, the 86 championship team. Yeah, from... And roller know. skates. <laughs> and then, like, a, the plane of a wing. Or the wing of a plane. <laughs> or... <laughs> All the local accoutre- accoutrements. <laughs> That make your Applebee's the local Applebee's. <laughs> I got to tell you, now seeing it. You want to play? Oh, I'd absolutely play, Steve. Yeah. I'd absolutely play. I think we get one. 60 bucks? You know something? I'm going to build one of these. So if I'm next- going to get official knock hockey regulation uh, specifications. If Annette were to leave you Next tomorrow. week. We're going to be playing. Oh, no, man. Annette, no, no, playing. no way. I'm gonna not going to commit to that. I saw this house when I walked in. <laughs> If by next week, if you spend one second of your next you week know something? building a knock hockey table, I am confident a net will be gone by the time the, I'm here next week. The best thing about that huge mess upstairs. Yeah, not yours. I'm not responsible for any of it. Isn't that beautiful? It's great. Town Drunk is doing all the work. You got some extra mess, though, that you, you had to move out. So you, yeah, you're yeah. Have we'll, we'll, have, we'll have an hour or two of, like, putting furniture back in the rooms and... Things like that. I'm uh, putting that on a poll. If Steve builds, if Steve spends one second building a knock hockey table this week, is Annette gone by the weekend? Yeah, definitely. So we started talking about whether. But other than Annette doing okay? You guys are good? Who? Kid, kid, whatever. Everything's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, she's fine. So, yeah. Wait. How did we get into knock hockey? We were talking bachelor pads. How did we talk about bachelor pads? We are talking about having kids. Hmm. That's a that's a genuine mystery for the ages, because I, I can't piece that one back together, and it was four minutes ago. 
<laughs> no, it was longer ago than we just had a like easily a fifteen minute. I would be curious though. I think that's a a worthy subject to, to talk to talk about your tiers of bachelor pad amenities. So <laughs> okay, of the th- oh that's right. okay. So I think tier one, I'm going knock hockey. Oh my god, I know, I know. Look, I I understand that I'm going. It's nostalgia. I'm going against the grain. Yeah, I'm going knock hockey. Then probably air hockey. What? So you're bumping. Okay, I tell you right now, if I ping pong, then pool table. What was the other one? Those you, were, uh, but you had one more because foosball. I, foosball. Hmm. I think there's a generational bachelor pad amenity. Like I think your first place, if you're by yourself, you're going air hockey, mm-hmm. and to a lesser degree, knock hockey. Right. Because I think the gentlemen's bachelor pad games would be pool table foosball. Yeah, definitely pool table ping pong. I forgot about that as ping well. Ping pong. Yeah, ping pong. Ping pong's up there for me, too. Ping pong's too big. I know pool table's big, yeah, but you don't need too, just the space. Like, if you have air hockey, you need, what, four feet on either direction if you're doing ping pong. Yeah. So you can move around. And if you're in a bachelor pad, say, fresh off a divorce because you spent time during the middle of the week building a knock hockey table. <laughs> that will never once get used. You're probably not going to have the space. <sighs> To run a ping pong table. Sorry. Table I know tennis. that out loud I'm saying that I don't want to build a knock hockey table. But in my head, I want to build a knock hockey okay, table. You want to build a knock hockey table? Yeah. I mean, like you saw it. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay a penny <laughs> nor spend a moment I mean, of my time. Yeah, but, but I look nostalgia. at it, it. It's one of those things where I look at it. I'm like, that'd be simple. Yeah. I'd build that thing in an hour. Yeah. A little glue, a little wood. Well, anyway, uh, Steve's less than four months away from being uh, double daddy-o. <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll check in in a few months, and maybe then we can, you know, recap our favorite lawn furniture <laughs> instead of talking about, you know, the upcoming family edition. <laughs> I mean, my what son is, your favorite my son is gonna love to play knock hockey. <laughs> this is all for him. The running theme early on in the year in review is the loose ends this podcast has created. We've now touched on how we've uh, not talked to anybody from a zip code. Yeah, no. You have not not finished your Marvel Cinematic Universe foray. Well, we're getting there. And I'm here every week, and I have yet to see a homemade knock hockey table. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny you say that the, um, the theme of the year in review... When you should say the theme of the years in review. Yeah, the theme of the podcast. Yeah, because then pretty much happens every year. Pretty much happens every year. Pretty routine. The one thing on this podcast, though, that we are good at, that we are known for, is physical health and physical fitness. I mean... Just a couple of pillars of yeah. strongness. Is some, this, some say strength. Is this the only podcast where we both thought we were going to die at one point? <laughs> One from a heart, one from a fart. <laughs> so earlier in the year, you were a little nervous because you were uh, you were heading to the lady doc to get yourself a physical. Two years ago, I went to uh, a doctor for standard stuff, physical, whatever. Yeah. And because I started doing that after my dad started having uh, heart issues and health issues mm-hmm. eight, ten years ago, um, I started 
hey, time to actually visit the doctor and not just treat this as a yeah. massive inconvenience, start, right? Start going on a regular basis. Yeah. I did the same thing like two years ago. Yeah. I was like, maybe I should actually utilize this, right, right. <laughs> this health insurance that I pay yeah. so much money for. And the preventative stuff is all free, and it's a good time yeah. to ask if any non- super vital or you know time sensitive questions you know mm. hey i've kind of got this whatever thing on my yeah. shoulder this hurts this is sore yeah. anything i can do i got this mole yeah and then i obviously went in when i had my uh my heart issue to the boo-boo. To, to my primary care physician for that yeah because that was the first place i messaged saying hey i'm just having some pain here yeah. that's, that's where i you, went first when you fell down and went boom that's right and uh But now it's time for physical, right? So it's been a year and a half. I've okay. seen doctors, right? So yeah. it's time for me to go. But you uh, haven't had the, the actual physical. Yeah. And, you know, you work at 9 to 5. It's a lot different than when I was out in the field doing, working at 5.30 a.m., 6 a.m., yeah, and I'm out of work at Look, you're corporate. you're corporate Kyle now. That's right. Corporate Kyle punching the, punching the clock. So I'm trying to find these times. So I finally, there's a little button you can click for this service where you can schedule appointments, where you can open it up to the whole office. Okay. For the type of visit gotcha. you're, you're going for. So you you won't necessarily see your doctor, but you'll see any of the other doctors or like the physician's assistants or something. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So that's, and that's what I was looking at. It's, it's the same physical. I don't need sure. doctor whatever yeah. to give the standard physical, you know, where yeah. they're going to wrap your knee and make sure it bounces back. <laughs> right. And I don't need that. So I went to open it up and schedule it, and I opened it. Like I said, opened it up to the office. By the way, do you feel like you should get a discount for that? If you're not seeing like the doc, it should be cheaper, right? If you're not seeing, I think if you're seeing anywhere other, anyone other than your primary, yeah. Like if even if I see another doctor, I don't care. It should be cheaper, right? I'm not getting what I paid for. No, that's hard. I got a relationship with uh, Doc. Uh, what's his name? Him. <laughs> I don't remember my. What is my doctor's name? We'll get back to that. You might, if you're not seeing a full-fledged MD. Like, they should give me money. I think. So, again, you schedule the appointment. You walk in, they hand you a tenny, a tenski. <laughs> you go in, say, you know, back hurts. Give me the old once over. Yeah, yeah. Here, top to bottom. Arms <laughs> over your head. Close your eyes. You know, say, let me know when you're all do done. Do what you got to do. Let me know if you need to, you know, if you need me to lift anything or <laughs> like shimmy one way. Yeah, or the yeah. Other. I can stand on one leg, but not very long. So let's keep that to a limited. That's right, because you're foot boo boo. That's right. Um. So I didn't. I wasn't even looking. I was looking for appointment times that would work better. Yeah. Because I could easily take a longer lunch. It's just it. It may. It's a headache when you do something in the middle of the day. Throws your whole routine, your schedule off. So I'm looking for something either very early, which yeah. doctor's offices aren't typically open at 7 a.m. Yeah, or sometimes, something. Sometimes you can get there. Right. Maybe they have like one day a week or once yeah. a month or something. Or like later in the day. So I'm looking for those times. I finally yeah. find one. And it's you, for this. Wait, wait, aren't you currently you still working from home? Oh, yeah. You could uh, skip out, right? Yeah, sure. Just put like a like – a, Put a dummy in your seat. Yeah, or like a PlayStation controller that's vibrating on the mouse to make it look like it's... <laughs> Do they have that so they can see if like your mouse hasn't moved and... I don't know. I really don't. Huh. Maybe? Do you want... Wait a minute. How about this? Uh-huh. You give me the quick once over on uh-huh. how to how to deny yeah. mortgages. Where to click. Where to click. Yeah, just show me the deny button. Yeah. 
I'll stop at your house on my way home from work. Schedule your appointment for like one o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'll get to your house at twelve fifty-five. Yeah. You give me the two-minute tutorial yep. of how to do your entire job. Absolutely. Because it's no doubt simple. Yeah, and honestly, what do you you need to fake it till you make it for yeah. 60, 70 minutes? Deny. Deny. Yeah. Deny. Every now and then pick up the phone. Here's Kyle. Denied. Okay, thank you. Because uh-huh. my Kyle impression sounds like you doing your Bobcat yeah. impression. Yeah, that's multi-layered. <laughs> and then you go, you get the, yes. uh, you get your physical. I think this could work, right? I don't see any way it could fail. Yeah. But anyway, I already got the appointment scheduled for a oh, time that's convenient. It's a shame you should have. Next time. Okay. Next time. I can't believe I didn't think of the idea Next of time. having you rush over. On your way home from work. Next time you let me chair. know. Let I will. Know. I will. You're on. You're number one on the speed dial. Speed dial used anymore? No, definitely not. So last time someone used a speed dial. Even in my phone, you know, you can assign favorites. It's useless. Which is basically the most recent cell phone people. cell phone equivalent yeah. of speed dial. Yeah. So I have this appointment Friday that I guess I didn't understand. Until I looked for the, they send an email with a week notice saying, hey, your appointment's next Friday. Mm -hmm. And for the first time in my life that that I'm aware of, Mm -hmm. age 35, Steve. Yeah. Early 30s. Oh, late 20s. Late 20s. Apologies. Late 20s. 20s. I'll be going to see a female doctor or nurse practitioner. You're going to a chick doc. Lady doc. And that's how you walk in to say hi, right? Yeah. Just like, just oh, well, like, I mean, much I think, like Bugs Bunny. I, th- I think they prefer Gal Doc. Oh, that's right. Chick Doc? Much like Bugs Bunny. Right. That's how you say hello to anybody in that profession. What's yeah. up, Doc? Yeah. Um, but you have to do it. There has to be some kind of sound that sounds like, yeah. and then your eyes have to bulge out of your head yeah. this, and turn into hearts. This has to and be then spring back. <laughs> I want to bring this thing back to like the 60s. Right. You know, where again, I'm walking in with a cigarette. Hey, lady duck, <laughs> let's get down to brass tacks here, shall we? Here's what you're going to do. You're going to fill out this paperwork, say that I'm A-OK and I can take it back to my employer. So uh, stamp whatever you got to stamp and let's get on with this. Is that how it worked back then? Must have been. Yeah. Right. Uh, put the cigarette out on the table with all the tools. Yeah. Uh, give a couple wink winks to yeah. the lady doc to but insinuate like, hey, I'm about to drop my trousers. <laughs> but you're smoking Kent's because that's what right. doctors, nine out of ten doctors approve. Right. <laughs> Full suit. When yeah. you walk in to show that brown. you're a businessman, brown, yeah, brown suit because you're a businessman. I I got to I I shouldn't say nerve nervous is the word, but this you're is about it's just different, right? Obviously, it's it's a vulnerable is, is, position. Everything is in jest. Yeah, but it's a it's a vulnerable position, right? Yeah. It's you alone with every last piece of your insecurity that you have on your body and then you're about to show it to a, a female doctor do you know for a fact that it's that kind of physical because i had a physical back in the late summer early fall yeah and it wasn't the uh, uh the, the 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 big kahuna the full monty 
No. It was it just wasn't. a no, it was just a tap the rubber hammer on my knees, check okay. my eyes, check my ears. So uh, did you maybe sign up for like the sports physical that like <laughs> 15-year-olds are getting maybe, so they can yeah. play baseball? Yeah, they thought that I was I told them I was trying out for JV tennis. Did you walk in with a backward hat on with a poof of your hair sticking out the front? <laughs> Like cut off jean yeah, shorts. I looked like the Steve Buscemi meme. That's right. How do you do, fellow kids? Yeah, you kicked up your long board on the way in the front door. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, um, this cool cat's here for his uh, sports physical. Yeah. I um, no. You, to so to I your question, I, I, I don't, don't know. I don't know if they'll uh, if they'll do that, like the old hernia check or whatever it is. I bet they do. I I'll say this: I haven't had a physical, however many that's been. 10 to 15 since, you know, I'm a, I've been mm. teenager and adult and I remember having physicals. They've all had that hernia check, the really? cough check. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember at my last doctor, I got probably two or three physicals there. Okay. And there was. So I fully expected it when I, I changed doctors last sure. year, started at my new doctor and I was like, all right, here we go. Yeah. And then it just, uh, yeah, it didn't come up. So I don't know if it's not, I, I shouldn't say it's a fear. It's not a fear. It is what it is. I don't really care. I'm a 35 year old man who knows every bit of what there isn't to love about me. Okay. But it's You're very, very self-aware. Yeah. But it's still that last bastion yeah. of you having that safety blanket of your coat, your shirt, sure. your pants, whatever sure. it may be. And not having to openly talk about you know, oh yeah, I am having groin pain or I'm having whatever. Right. That yeah. it's not an easy discussion to yeah, have. So, right? Yeah. So, do, so what do you a, do? Have do you ever been to a lady doc? Um not a specialist, because we're talking, you know, yeah, you like ear nose throat doctor. We're talking whatever. primary. Yeah. Um I don't think so. Okay. I mean, God, for six years that I lived here, I didn't even have a doctor. I didn't go sure. to the doctor for oh, you're a young, healthy man. Many, many years. Now you're uh, mid thirties, early thirties, thirties, yep, and staring down the barrel at forty one in about a month and a half, getting back on the doctor horse. But listen, I, I'll keep you up to date next week. Uh, maybe I'll put a earbud in, call you during. Yeah, it. yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, know? you got to respect my time because I'm gonna be, right. I'm gonna be clicking the deny button right. the whole time. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You got that seventy five minute shift. Yeah, over there. At Am the... I getting paid for that? By the way, yeah, we'll talk about it. Maybe a little stipend. Do I get benefits while for that hour while filling in? Yeah, you I mean, should if, be ordering glasses. Like if I trip down the steps or something, yeah. I'm gonna get invoices from insurance that like someone ordered Invisalign, <laughs> yeah. non-prescription sunglasses right. and stuff. Now, how does that work? Serious question. Since you are working from home, yeah. How would a workman's comp situation work out? Like if you trip and fall down your steps. Mm-hmm. Remember there was a um, there was a news story a couple of months ago about a woman I think she was in England, working from home, woke up, was going down to her home office because mm. she was instructed to work from home, tripped and fell down the steps, and she was granted workman's comp because that was huh. technically an on the job injury. I'd be curious because I, I could still I mean hurt myself or not injury whatever I would still be able to work because i'm still sitting at home you know what i mean right so but while that the is, injury happens like but you're not that but you're be. not sitting at home because you want to be you would love to be back in the office is that what i'm supposed to say yeah okay i uh, yeah i mean i was being at that point hypothetically 
forced to stay yeah. at home. Yeah. You know, and ah, hey, well, how about this? Okay, so next mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. I stop by your house. Look again, this is just us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You go to your appointment. I sit there, hit the deny button for an hour or so. You get home. When you walk in the door, mm-hmm. I'll run up the steps and kick you in the back, <laughs> right down the steps. Okay. And listen, I've got a history of clumsiness. And then, no, 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 no. You don't have a history of clumsiness. You are a perfectly stable walking person. Okay. okay. I kick you down the steps as hard as I possibly can. Probably going to have to break a couple bones yeah. okay. as you as you bounce down the steps. This feels more aggressive. Look, you're going to thank me. You're going to thank me in the end. Yeah. Okay. And then... So that way there's the paper trail. They're going to say, well, I wonder if he was really working. Yeah. Well, look at that. Yeah. He's been denying for the last hour. Right. How should we explain the boot print in the small with my back? You know something? We'll wait till the swelling goes down. Okay. So now I just need to deal with, again, in your mind, a couple broken bones. Multiple. Until the swelling goes down. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. For this work workers compensation yeah. make claim. sure that you're carrying a box of work-related files yeah. papers yeah pencils staplers <laughs> an extra computer screen <laughs> yeah and then but again not, I'm not just going too much to... though not too much because they don't then they'll start victim right. blaming and saying well right. you shouldn't have been carrying that in the first place yeah I and mean, i'm not there to be slut shamed <laughs> i think we got this all figured out Okay, so okay, let's again, do I just need to carry a box, not too heavy, work stuff. Work-related, yeah. Not expect. Maybe your big, your big denied stamp. That's right. If you can put that in the box. Expect, not expect, a boot in the back. Swift kick. As I go uh, launching down the stairs. Yeah, the more, I mean, if you can kind of put a little spring in that first step so you actually launch. Yeah, almost like, and this is for a a smaller audience, but the way that The Rock used to take the Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah. Where he would really jump into the air. Yeah, ridiculous. That's me being booted down the steps. (laughs) If you're up for it. Well, I mean, the way you describe it, where I only have to deal with these broken bones until my swelling goes down. Shouldn't be more than eight to ten hours. And I'll have to work through that? Well, no. You have to not work through that. Okay. So that way they're going to see that your mouse hasn't been moving. They're going right. to wonder what's up. Yeah. Is everybody okay? And then you'll be just feet away from the computer or, yeah. the, or the phone. Yeah. Me struggling, screaming in agony. Yeah. But again, just nine hours away from that swelling maybe going down to where I can have my now multiple broken bones addressed. Yeah. Maybe you could wear some kind of padding. That's not a bad idea. Just on your back, though, so the boot impression doesn't... Okay, doesn't... I was thinking my head no, no, as no, I go no, face no, first. No, 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 head injuries, they're the big, uh, they're the big money makers. Head injuries are the big kahunas. <laughs> That'll be... Yeah, our head injuries, the big kahunas. Yet again, another loose end. <laughs> Steve did not press the deny button for an hour. No. Did not... Kick me in the oh, back and not down the for steps. lack of trying. Man, that is one thing that I have wanted to do. Of the cockamamie plans we've had on this podcast, that's one of them. <laughs> that's on a list. <laughs> the boot in the back down the stairs is yeah. among our ideas. Do you think that uh, having a son has changed you at all, Kyle? 
No question. Absolutely, right? No question. Makes you you prioritize things a little bit differently in your life. Makes you like things that you never thought you'd like before. Like in my case, I'm a Halloween guy now. Yes. I like Halloween. It makes you celebrate and do things you've never done before. Exactly. I'm a Christmas lights guy. Yeah. I love putting them up now. Uh, Another holiday I never thought that I was so into, Earth Day. I wanted to also ask because as a... There's things you have to do differently as a parent and as, you know, things you don't, you didn't care about three years ago, right? Yeah. But hey, yesterday, Steve, yesterday was Earth Day. You, uh, Hmm? did you observe with, with your daughter? Did you go pick up some trash? Did you maybe plant a few trees? Uh, My CO2 emissions yesterday were probably higher than they are most days. You were on an airplane. (laughs) Yeah, I was on an airplane. Uh, Yeah, multiple cars. Sorry, it was Friday, but the the point remains. Oh. Well, then Friday. I didn't fly on an airplane Friday. Hey! hey, hey. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day to everybody. I did did not celebrate this year uh, because I was on the road. We had a big celebration planned, obviously. Obviously. You you probably had uh, gifts planned from Earth Earth, Man. Earth Earth Man (laughs) dropping off Earth gifts for, for Evelyn. All right. Earthman. We need that in the merch store. Um it's was this the one where in school and maybe maybe it was different over on in the East Coast. Did they give you pine trees to plant? I feel like I remember doing that when I was in elementary school. Um, Am I mixing this up with another crappy holiday though? Maybe Arbor Day. That's what it is. You're right. Okay. So I, th- it's not I know Earth Day. I remember planting trees for something. Okay. That has to have been um, Arbor Day. I think I remember... I still remember where they were planted. I wonder if they're still there or if they've been bulldozed for like a condo right. complex. They gave us ones in bags to take home. Oh, so you got to plant. plant it in your yard yeah. and now it's... My it's, folks have a pine tree from one of our... How big is it? My Right now, it's probably 30 feet high. Whoa. I mean, this was however many years ago, you know, when I was in my... Uh, not is in my late like 20s. A, it's like a big... Like oh, yeah. A, full size. Yeah, my dad is... Uh, it's in my parents' house, obviously, because yeah. that's you know where I lived, and to the point where he had to to mow underneath it, had to do the trimming to where oh, cut all wow. the branches. And up it to started like six out foot. as just a little sap. little baby, just a little baby tree. Oof. So I, I kind of did my Earth Day part twenty five years ago, right? Yeah, and I'm really resting on those laurels. Um, I'm, I'm I got to tell you, I'm a little disappointed you didn't spread the word of Earth Man to your daughter. On this, okay. on this Earth Day. All right. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. It's going to be two days late, but after we're done recording this, mm-hmm. I'm going to take her outside because, you know, the back part of our yard has a bunch of trees in it. Yeah. A bunch of trees and possibly still garbage. It's oh, We're not two weeks removed possibly. from finding a presumed rubber washer in Toby's belly. Yeah. We are... Uh, he has brought, carried up an exercise bike, I believe you told me. Yep. Shingles. Pieces of the old deck. Yep. We're, yeah. we're steps away from a human body uh, or a bone at some point. Um, all right. So in celebration of Earth Day, mm-hmm. today, my daughter and I will go out in the backyard, walk amongst the trees. We'll put little little ribbons around them hmm. as a marker of the ones I'm going to cut down. <laughs> <laughs> because there are too many of them. And a lot of them are struggling and dead. So that way we'll be able to get more of the sun you know, to to uh, pl- replenish the earth with light. 
and warmth. <sighs> I did not see that coming. That is a real heel turn. And Earthman <laughs> now has his nemesis. And his name is Steve. It's Chainsaw Steve. <laughs> Chainsaw Steve. You're just a blatant ripoff of, like, Jason from Friday the 13th wearing yeah. one of those stupid masks. And you no, just, I just have a bike helmet. A bike helmet. And, um, again, your standard outfit, the uh, Federal Boob Inspector shirt, yep. Crocs and sweatpants, and you are Earth's, Earthman's nemesis, Chainsaw, Chainsaw Steve. Steve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it sounds about right. Okay. Uh, you know what? They're as happy to have your contributions oh starting uh, uh, in a few hours. Well, I bought They're a chainsaw back in the fall. I'm yet, I'm yet to uh, use it yet. Can I come over and just watch you use Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Because I can't. Why not? Uh, it it would make my defibrillator shock my heart. Oh. Yeah. Ha- oh, because uh, it would think you're having a heart attack? Right. So if it's too close to my body, it would... The chainsaw could replicate the rhythm wow. that once sent me into unconsciousness and near death in the hospital, and um, it could replicate that. So same thing as so what you're you'll saying never see is... me jackhammering, Steve. I cannot use a jackhammer. So what you're saying is, if I start a chainsaw around you, you're going to croak. No, I would have to hold it. And I think it would have to be close enough. Okay, okay. So what you're saying is, okay. if I start a chainsaw and then toss it to you... And then I'm forced with either death or catching it. And then possible death. I would have to choose. Yeah. What, what do you choose? Boy, this Chainsaw Steve is a real dick. <laughs> Look, Chainsaw Steve is out for blood. Well, I mean, obviously, Steve, in that I would choose possible not death after being shocked. Rather than certain death of a chainsaw blade rotating while okay. it comes okay. flying at me. Well, this is a first, at least for this episode. That is one loose end that has been tied up. In a neat little bow. Those yeah. trees are gone. Yeah, the, the trees and the little saplings and the branches and everything that I had talked about in that segment. I mean, it took another seven months. <laughs> Why did seven I think months. Earth Day, I just mixed up Earth Day with Labor Day. I thought this was in September this happened. No, Earth Day notoriously is... Uh, April. April. April it is. We all know it. April, the Earth Day month. Yeah. <laughs> I took out those, uh, the saplings, the branches, rented a big uh, shredder of some kind. Uh-huh. All gone. Yards clean. Wow. It's looking better than it has in years. Well, I'm glad you're able to share that with, again, your daughter, who I'm sure was thrilled to celebrate Earth Day, taking down trees. Right. That's what Mother Earth would want. And you mentioned, you know, before that segment there, becoming a different person after becoming a parent. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Better man. Better man because of it. And boy, oh boy, you were spot on. Because I I distinctly remembered, and this makes me laugh, overhearing this when I pulled it, you having to bring home gifts for Evelyn from your travels related to the side gig. But as typical, Steve, as typical... It couldn't just be get your daughter a gift. You had to get your daughter the shittiest gift. So I wanted to tell you about how now since I I travel a little bit for work. Yeah. um, I think I made a big mistake the first time I traveled this year for work that was going to Albany, New York. And uh, now that my daughter is about two and a half, she notices, like she knows when I'm gone. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. we FaceTime and she'll always say, where are you, Dad? Yep. Where are you? And um, 
So the f- in, in probably her stupid little kid voice, right? Oh, God. Just so dumb. Just so dumb. So dumb. So <laughs> we came back from that one show, and I had brought something back for her. I forget what it was, but it was just like this little tchotchke thing. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Somebody had given us um, – somebody had given me a little – little tiny stuffed teddy bear that yeah. said like Scranton on it. And I was like, perfect. My God, my daughter is going to love this. He actually gave me, they gave me two of them. Oh, perfect. One for Evelyn, one for soon to be uh, baby boy. He's not going to know what to do with that thing. No clue. Okay. No clue. It's done. You know, he's Kids, Evelyn. so dumb. Not smart. So I give the, the bear or no, I'm sorry. It was a rabbit because uh, it's this little tie dye rabbit. Okay. Gave it to Evelyn and she loves it. That's, oh, good. That's Hoppy. That's her friend. Hoppy. Perfect. Um, love it when they get names, you know, that means that they yeah. matter to them. So last week I was traveling back from Portland, Maine. Mm-hmm. I, we had a brief, maybe a 45 minute to an hour layover in Detroit. And this is like seven o'clock Saturday morning. And I just texted Annette, Hey, in Detroit should be home in an hour and a half or so. How's everything going back there? Mm-hmm. She replies, everything's good. And then she said, Oh, by the way, last night, completely unprompted. Evelyn said to her, what do you think Dada's going to bring me home today or tomorrow? I was like, oh boy, I guess this precedent has been set. Okay. So now, yeah. So now you're left when you're flying, you're left probably at airports going, oh God. Oh geez. What, you know, so what am I paying for from Flint? (laughs) So don't worry. I stopped into the great local gift shop. Okay. Hudson news. Oh, Boy, do they do local right. <laughs> I found her the most local gift to Portland, Maine that you can find in Detroit. Of course. And that was a mini Delta airplane. <laughs> Beautiful. As far as she knows, you got that thing on the airplane. On the airplane. I mean, you push the button. It makes airplane sounds. You pull it back. It flies across the floor. Wonderful. She absolutely loved it. So yesterday, we're about 10 minutes away from leaving the um, the casino in Harris, Michigan. Yeah, and I don't want any misinterpretation that you're not being diligent in, you know, not thinking about your daughter or family. You're up there for work. Yeah. And it, this was an especially shortened work visit. Yeah, this was a quick one. I, uh, don't, we dro- I don't we drove. If- we drove 12 hours yes. for about five hours of work. And I don't know that Harris has a visitor center where you could then get a Harris, Michigan gift. Well, that's where you're wrong. That's where you're absolutely wrong because all I did was walk to the gift shop there at the Island Resort and Casino. Nice place. Very nice place. I love a casino. Very. I love a casino. Very, very. I, we already have plans to go back up there as a family. To the casino? They, they have indoor water park. Oh, Apple's going to love it. Golf course. Shut up, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to win back the money of your college that I lost. Daddy thought for sure it was going to be black on roulette well, this time. But what we're thinking is we get some other friends with some kids. You want to you wanna make a trip up there? They got a golf course. We go out and golf. So how far away was this gift shop then that you had to get to? I'm going to put you down as a maybe. So pencil me in, but like a real light pencil, you know, where the lead's barely out, but you don't have a sharpener nearby. Right. So you really got to jam on yeah. it just to get a, yeah. a, a shade. You get gray. that real thick yeah. line. Like a real, okay. like a real dumb person's pencil. So a thick pencil's a dumb person's pencil. So I had about 15 minutes 
I was waiting for uh, some some work to be finished up. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to run to the gift shop real quick. Ran to the gift shop, got myself a little bag of trail mix. And then I started perusing the gift section because I'm now a guy who has to bring back his kid a gift from everywhere he goes. I hope you came home with like a deck of table used cards because they sell those. Uh, yeah. Great casino yeah, with does. like a hole punched in them. Yep, a bit to show that they're not in use. Or a commemorative poker chip. Like a picture of no. the casino on No, it is nothing gambling wow. related, but I want you to give, maybe give like an honest guess as to what the lamest gift. From a casino. From a casino could be. I'll, I'll even give you a hint. Mm-hmm. There's one in this room right now. Oh no. You did not get her a bucket of tea, I hope. I swear to God. I did not get her a bucket of tea. I'm still trying to decide if that was a gift or if Jeff Green just hates us. <laughs> All right. So look around the room. Think of. The lamest thing. Yeah, well, I, I know you're not talking about the USPS diecast car. No, no. I know for a fact you're not talking about the 1999 Purple Plymouth Prowler. <laughs> I'd be shocked if you bought her two dreidels. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, no dreidels. And I know they don't sell Larry Ferrari cassette tapes anywhere. That Podcony is personalized. Uh-huh. She did not go to the Cheers bar. She wouldn't be welcomed. No. I see a lanyard with a radio show pass, but you would have. Steve, did you get her a koozie? <laughs> no. Because we you're, still have some. You are in the the realm, though. Okay. You are close. Okay. Did you get her a sticker? I did not get her a sticker. <laughs> she probably would have really liked a sticker. No, they don't sell awards. Not for, not, not for the Throat Goblin champions. I can tell you where you're looking. Is wrong. Very cold. Okay. I mean, because still cold. You wouldn't buy York peppermint patties still for cold. her. You would buy no. them for her. Yeah. For us. Yeah. Still cold. I don't think the Island Resort Casino is near the beaches of Iwo Jima. So <laughs> maybe angle your eyes down a bit. Definitely not. Cheers. Did you get her a cell phone stand? <laughs> Did you get her a coaster? Yes. <laughs> $3.99. I honestly was, I saw them and I didn't even think of that as a gift. I look as a, I think of a coaster as more of a practical use item. Exactly. It's than not a, a gift. gift. It's not a gift. And let me tell you, she freaking loves it. She carries it around. My coaster, my coaster. So I don't know why. I don't know if, if Reed is like this or any other kids are like this, but she has Anytime we eat a meal at the table, mm-hmm. she wants as many cups in front of her as possible. Steve, we have a fridge right now with at least four different drinks, mm-hmm. a Gatorade, a flavored water, yeah. a chocolate milk, and typically an apple juice, something like that, yeah. all opened, yeah. and it's just a matter of what am I going to dig into yeah. today? So it's it's good to hear that because now I know that she's not weirdly obsessed with cups for some reason. Right. So I go over and they have like the coffee mug area and there are a couple like little kids kind of sippy cup looking things. And I found one that I was like, Oh, she would love this. I forget what I had on it, but for whatever reason loves cups and I could have brought her any cup and she would have absolutely loved it. I flip it over. Price tag is 34 99. And I was like, Oh, not a chance. I'm getting her this. Uh, I love my daughter, but 
I don't want a million cups. Yeah, yeah. There's a limit. It's already the like when we open up the cabinet where all of her stuff is. Yes. It's just it just falls out in a pile. So I thought, well, what's the next best thing to a cup? The thing that you set your cup on. Were there any other finalists? As you're as you're looking around, um, and obviously, listen, this doesn't need to be a big thing. So I don't think. Anybody who is willingly going to chastise you for not wanting to spend more money. Well, no. a $35 cut for a child is absurd. Also, yeah. you know, she's three. Right. So, I was I was looking for, like, keychain, and I just – they did, right. didn't have any. So I thought three ninety nine for the cork coaster with the silhouette of the Upper Peninsula mm-hmm. that says Michigan's better half. I thought – this is perfect. So I brought that home, presented it to her at dinner last night, and she was very happy. Was she very asking happy. when you got home? No, but I knew that the expectation was there. And I, again, this is, it's all my fault because I set the precedent of bringing her home something like the first two mm-hmm. trips. Um, and then Annette is kind of in my ear like, well, because her dad did a ton of traveling for work when she was a kid. And she said that, she always remembers him coming home and like being really excited because he would travel all over the world with the right. company he worked with. Right. So it wasn't like he was going to Toledo for three days right? and he'd bring her back a pencil. Mm-hmm. Like he'd bring her back cool stuff from around the world. Right. So kind of feel like the precedent is there. This is my new normal for at least the next couple of years. And uh, so my kids are going to be getting a lot of practical coaster gifts. I did put a couple of polls just on just oh, up while you were talking. Good, so sorry, good, good. I always feel bad about the click clacking in the background. No, I no, don't no. know how no. to. That is a that is a staple of this podcast. That. So just in light of this conversation, is a coaster a gift? <laughs> Should Evelyn seek emancipation after getting a coaster as a gift from Steve? <laughs> and here here's my idea. This is my problem solving for you because anybody can lay out the problem and say this is a problem. Yeah, I like to be the solver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I like, like to give ideas. Yep. I like to help you make things smoother and better for you. So, Steve, mm-hmm. here's what I think you should do. We talked about this not that long ago in reference to the night show you did here in town. I think you should put that on the rider. That Coasters? you need a sub seven to eight dollar trinket for you oh, to bring dollar. home to your to yes. Evelyn. Oh, that's perfect. So you don't because so that way you are not caught up in. Especially in a whirlwind trip, kind of like this one. But imagine this mm-hmm. on one of the ones where you fly. Yeah. And you find out maybe it's too late or, yep. you know, the security line, you're already going to be sprinting to the airplane. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have time. Already solved. Lackey from the radio station you're visiting now has to go out to the crappy uh, trinket shop down yeah. the road and get you. No, I think what I need to do, too, is I have to specify that it's got to be a certain size. Yes. A lot of times I do not have the room if we're flying somewhere. So that's why I'm thinking keychain is perfect. Yeah. So next time we're there, I need a Portland, Maine keychain. Right. I'll just add it into the middle of the list of the rider of things that we yeah. need for like the night show or the morning show. So it kind show. of sinks in. Yeah. So it's not standing out like, or anything. So they'll be like, oh, this is kind of strange. I wonder what they're going to do with that. I don't know. And yeah. then I just whoop right in my pocket and it never gets mentioned again. Right. And then if they like the next week, they say like, hey, whatever happened to the keychain? I'd be like, oh, yeah, I thought we were going to use it, but we ended up, we had to. Cut that bit out. It, I left it at the venue. Should be there. See ya. Yeah. No. So no. Like in the middle of this rider now with a radio show that is 
um, in the dating world. Mm-hmm. You know, number three is four boxes of condoms. <laughs> number five is three bottles of Grey Goose in parentheses, no Costco substitutes. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and then number, number five, six, a subscription to Jugs magazine. <laughs> and then number six, keychain for three year old daughter of Steve. No, no, no. Keychain to be used as part of the show. That's right. A prop. Yeah. And then number seven, double sided dildo. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is all, this is all regular stuff. Steve, as we enter another year, another year of the Steve and Kyle podcast means another year of presumed side gig live oh, shows. Oh, yeah. The calendar's filling up quick. So we, uh, no announcements yet, but I'm assuming you guys will be on the road and in, in the air here soon on the private jet. Well, you, mm-hmm. you won't be on the private jet. You'll be on, you'll be fine commercial. Right. Yeah. Of course. Uh, but the monkeys will be on the private jet headed to different locales. Flinging feces from uh, first class to first class because that's all it is on the private jet. And uh, you're going to need to now up that grift on the, the rider from one trinket. Yeah. To two. To two trinkets. That's right. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe instead of putting it on the rider, I can just have a, a, a go-to in every every uh, market that we go to. Yeah. Like a go-to listener who brings me the keychain. Oh, listener. I was thinking radio show, radio station employee. No, 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 no. I don't want to put that on them. I'd rather have... Uh, You'd rather have, rather a, have a, a, li- a person who wants to please you guys as a listener and fan yeah, of the show. Okay, exactly. Well, that's exactly. not abusive Take at all. Take advantage of their fandom. Not a piece of it all, <laughs> if you will. Uh, yeah, but yeah, we have the uh, number two baby here, Nikolai Baby Bulin. That's or, right, uh, the Bulin Wall. The baby Bulin Wall, as uh, as you named him in this upcoming segment. A few items of note that kind of got lost around the birth of your idiot box upstairs. Oh, big dummy! No offense. No, no, no. Um, he, he, I didn't hear him say he was offended. And we were all, well, yeah. What's he gonna do? Uh, <laughs> uh, poop my pants. Oh, thanks, Nikki B. You got any nicknames for, by the way, before I get into what I wanted to yeah. talk about? Those kind of develop based on the name you give them and then yeah. how they act and what you start referring to them in yeah. baby voice. What have you been calling him around home? Uh, Nick Knack. Nick Knack. Nicky B. Paddy Whack. Give a dog a bone. Yep. Nicky B. Um, just the, his actual given name, Nicholas, obviously. But it's also it's uh, been a weird thing because we always called Toby, mm-hmm. our dog, Buster. Or buddy. Like, that's just one of those, come here, buddy. Come here, Buster. Uh, and now that has transferred over to oh. Nikki B. Hmm. So he is now Buster. That poor guy. got a dog nickname. <laughs> yeah. Let me throw one your way. Okay. And this got? is a real deep cut, but okay. I like, I like right. it. So this is your suggestion? This is for, my suggestion for, for your nickname. son's nickname. Okay. Cause you, and, and I hope this lands with you because mm-hmm. you used to have a working relationship with this organization. Mm-hmm. So the name is Nicholas. Mm-hmm. I would then go Nikolai. And in my mind, I'm going Nikolai Hobby Boolin. Yeah. The, the Boolin wall. Yeah. The goalie from uh, the Sabres. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Nikolai Hobby Boolin. Nikolai. Hob- okay. It's a little lengthy. No, no, for- no, no, no. You called him the Boolin wall. Oh, the Boolin wall. That, that was okay. his nickname when he was a okay. hockey player because he was a, one, a good goalie okay. and two, the so- Berlin wall. It was so long ago. The Berlin Wall had just come down. So we're going to eliminate the part of the nickname that actually relates to his name. We're losing Nicholas. We're transferring that to Nikolai. We're cutting out Nikolai. <laughs> we're just isolating Hobby Bulin. We're getting rid of Hobby, going Bulin, relating it to the Berlin Wall from that came down in 1989. 
Boolin Wall. Baby Boolin Wall. Baby Boolin Wall. Huh? I like it. Huh? The Boolin Wall. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, might, it might, take, po- might take a little bit of explaining. Uh, well, yeah, that, that's part of the fun. Because otherwise, everybody comes over, talks to you about the baby, and mm-hmm. yada, yada, how's he doing? Well, he's a baby. He poops yeah. and eats and goes to yeah. sleep. He turn, changes colors from and day so, to day. Yeah, you inevitably run out of conversation in eight seconds. You say, you slip in when you know they're listening, mm-hmm. but you're not saying it to them. You say, oh, little Boolin wall. And that spurs, what is that? And you say, oh, I'm glad you asked. In the 1990s, there was an <laughs> NHL goalie named Nikolai Hobby Boolin. And he was a part of the Buffalo Sabres. Again, I think. Someone's going to be very mad if that's wrong. Right. I could Google it, but I don't want to. It was all He was playing hockey shortly after the time that the Berlin Wall came down. Mm. So fans Berlin, nicknamed him... The Boolin Wall because, because he stopped it, 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 all of the pucks. Yeah, impenetrable force. And then at least you've killed another thirty seconds, and more importantly, you've probably killed any possible relationship with this person yeah. asking you about mm-hmm. him. Man, I love it. I mean, baby Boolin Wall. I can't wait to speak to him later today. Call him that. I'll, uh, I'll post that on the poll. Is that a good nickname? I think I'm. I think I nailed this one. I think this one's gonna win. <laughs> gonna win what? The poll. <laughs> this is a competition, right? Uh, I wanted to ask, mm-hmm. and we need to talk about because you and I have had separate DIY projects over the last three to four weeks. Not DIY necessarily, mm. but uh, home construction projects. I came over here last week and was shocked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shocked. Yeah. That out of the blue, it seemed, in the backyard, at that point, was a 30% built... Maybe. ...playset. Yeah. Yeah, we went... We, we we took the plunge. We had been talking about that for months. I think the Bullen Wall's going to love it. Going to slide his <gasps> oh. dumb baby body right down the slide. Yeah, yeah. I, had to, I had to think for a minute. Bullen Wall. Oh, okay. eventually Bullen it's going to become... I mean, Bullen, yeah. mm-hmm. Nikolai. Oh, Nicholas! I think every time I now refer to your baby, Nicholas, as the Bullen Wall, <laughs> I think we should pause to let you catch up. Yeah, it's going to take a while for me to... And so you do the math, you do the, the 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 running in your yeah, head. The backward, yeah. I'm like, I figure, what, four to seven seconds, we can just sit here and I'll let you go. Yeah. And then you just give me a, I have to backwards a thumbs engineer. up or a verbal mm-hmm. cue and say, got it? Oh. And then we can continue. Oh, Nicholas. I think we've come a long way. You don't need those few seconds of silence anymore. If I say Boolin Wall, you know immediately what I'm talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. It's obvious. It's I, the idiot box upstairs. The, the, <laughs> wait a minute. I didn't hear him say he was offended, so uh, go ahead. So no, I am, I'm glad you're on board. And you finally come around, and uh, you're right. It's a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. We, uh, our friend Rusty, has told us since then that we should have gone with, um, boy, how did how was it phrased again properly? Nikolai Baby Boolin. Nikolai Baby Boolin. Yeah. But well, the time has passed. He is now forever known as the Boolin Wall. The Baby Boolin Wall. Yeah. Now I wasn't the only one that had a big year this year. <laughs> it was a year of firsts for me. Obviously, uh, my first second child was born. 
And uh, you're you, you dug into something for the first time this year. What did you hear that? Oh, that's nice. That's nice. You decided that's... you decided to let the beard grow a little bit. That's right. But yeah. you had some questions. What do I need to do? Okay. Is there a time frame? <sighs> Is there something I need to do effort wise? Now yeah. I now, now, yeah. now listen. Katie bought me beard oil. Oh boy, yeah. I was gonna say beard oil. So uh, beard shampoo and beard conditioner. Changed my life when I was uh, a new beardsman, when I was a rookie beardsman. I've got questions. Are you a guy that I could use as a uh, a beard father figure? A BFF, if you will? <laughs> You're going to call me the beard father? Yes. Yeah, so when I have a question, I will begin a message. Oh, beard father. Dear beard father. <laughs> because I don't really know how to trim this because I don't mm. like it getting very long mm-hmm. and bushy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not so much itchy. I don't love the way it looks. Yep. It looks, I feel like when I keep it trimmed above the Adam's apple, which I yep. do, I start to get a real Amish flavor. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, these are typical, uh, stupid, moronic rookie beardsman questions. Mm-hmm. I would expect nothing less. Mm-hmm. Listen, no I'm offense. Pl- of course I'm applying. I'm trying to be in the club. Yeah. So this is all part of the regular period. Yeah. I think that, I. Uh, I mean, Look, weekly, if not bi-weekly maintenance is required. Okay, meaning? Uh, the upper cheek has to be trimmed. You need your you need a short razor so you can... I trim twice a week. Yep. Or I, so I, I shave up. twice a week. I go mm-hmm. under the chin. Let's see. Let, let me let me look at... Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. I, personally, I go a little bit higher. Really? Yeah. I go... Um, I'll yeah. start with the jawline okay. at the back. Yeah. And then it'll taper under okay. a bit in the front. Now, I'd be worried about that coming to a point, like a real widow's peak <laughs> on your neck. Yeah, that's uh, it's a bad look if you if you do that. But what I do is I start with the electric, trim that, and then I go back with the uh, the razor. But honestly, the amount of times that I put straight razor to neck, maybe five times a year. I really? Just don't do, yeah, the, the electric one gets it close enough. Let me, me and, and this may be a little new school coming into – Take all the old school okay. stuff. All right, so this is the, the the Gen Z approach. Yeah, I think you're an idiot for that. For doing for going electric. Okay, at all. I have one. I don't even know if it turns on. Well, that's how you get the the. That's how you trim it. Huh? How have you been trimming so it? By by trimming, you mean you use the like the electric razor with the yeah, with you know little, it's got the three discs. Yeah, the little like a. Oh no 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 no! I'm talking electric, like like, like a clipper, like, like on hair, the hair clippers, okay. but just a a smaller like beard and mustache trimmer. So are you guessing? Are you going straight to skin on that trimmer, or are yeah. you just kind of well, for shaving the, the top for the outline? Yeah, I'm going okay. no attachment, getting it trimmed down to nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing the the neck above, uh, like the above high the, cheeks. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. You want under eye beard. No, and terrible. Then the, look. And then the back side of the neck. Okay. And then I will pop on. Usually, I think for mine, it's a number three attachment. So you, that's a three-ish. Yeah, but it this trimmer, I've had many trimmers over the years. And this one is not comparable to any other trimmers I've had lengthwise. So three, this, this three might be an average two? Yeah. I Actually, no, no, I'm sorry. I, it's a six. Because oh, God. It, it's a double it's a double-sided guard. One way is three, one way is six. I don't even know I if a six. six would touch the top of your yeah. hair, a regular six. No, yeah, but this one, for this specific one, I use a six. And that gets it to, 
I feel like that six on that trimmer is probably a two to three on the average yeah. trimmer. Well, I'm glad I'm here at the near knee of the beard father mm-hmm. because recently I tried to use my, I have hair clippers because I buzz my Jesus head typically Christ. down to nothing. It's the same thing, isn't it? It's the same thing to an idiot. Well, yeah, because I put that on the beard you got, mm. and it felt like a raccoon mm-hmm. chewing my face. Yeah. It hurt exactly. like hell. It's too high power. Too high power. So I need a specific beard trimmer. Okay. I'll take care of you. Don't worry. Is that what you told me? I need a specific beard mm-hmm. trimmer? Okay. You do. I'm, gonna, I'm going to the store today. You do. I'm going to try to do it. I, I want to get the beard club. You got to get the um, nose hair trimmer too. Sometimes I see, I've you got can... the one with the little. I have a, it's very small mm-hmm. and it's got one end. It has like a mini, like a regular clipper. Mm-mm. No, then on the other, go, you got to go the cylinder one that you just. Yeah, that's for the nose. Yeah. I, I have that, I, like two attachments. So mm-hmm. one is the the little spinning disc that mm-hmm. goes in there and really roots out your nose, <laughs> like immediately makes your eyes water. By the way, this is just you and I, right? Just a couple, oh, just a couple guys looking around, making sure. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, nobody under the table. Boy, the uh, one thing I didn't understand about aging is uh, like the ear hair. Oh my god! Right on that. Like right on the, right there. The it's little, right there. That little nub. Never been more terrified when I'm trying to trim that. Oh, because I'm thinking this is it. I'm going to cut it, and then for some reason, I know that's not how it works. I'm not going to be able to hear yeah. anymore. That's how. Um, that was one of those signs of aging that I realized when I would go to get my hair cut, and they would say, "I'm going to trim up the ears and the uh, uh, eyebrows." Because <laughs> in your mind, in my mind, if they when they say, "Well, I'm going to trim up the ears." I'm assuming the hair on top of the ears that might <laughs> right. be like touching the top of the ear. Yeah. Like, yeah, hit it. And then if they start digging in my ear, right. that would be shocking and yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so you're getting older, eh? But look, if you have any more questions for the beard father. Yeah. I'm Listen, I'm glad you're here for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been very welcoming. Mm-hmm. And that's what I needed here. As I as I've been on this journey for a while, I'm yeah. glad you accepted um, my how upset I was. Look, you're gonna fail. You're gonna fail a hundred times. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Maybe we can post a picture. I don't know. Maybe today I've shaved it relatively. Mm-hmm. I trimmed uh, underneath a couple of days ago, and say, is this worthy of being in the beard club? Mm-hmm. And I we can post that on the poll. I wouldn't post that. As the, as the beard father, I cannot grant permission for that. The beard father also <laughs> runs beard Twitter. <laughs> so, huh? Do you ever have the um, the urge to just go full on crazy? I don't want to let it get very long to where it's mm. you know down to your chest type of oh. thing. That doesn't interest me. Um, I've always wanted a nice contained one. But even now, it's been very hot. I, I'd be lying if I did tell you I thought about getting rid of it again. Yeah. Because a little bit, not, not 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 bad, itchy, but it's still there. You can feel yeah. it, especially when it's hot. And makes me want to lose it all. Mm. I don't know if that is an admission that can get me removed from Beard Club admission. Or it's not from, helping. Not helping at all. Or if I'm still in contention... Um, maybe if there's any other, um, beard stepfathers out there in mm-hmm. our, in our social media following, mm-hmm. if they'd be willing to chime in and they could then judge my beard efforts, I'll DM them. Cause like yeah. you said, I don't want to embarrass beard Twitter 
and beard social media, I will just DM them the beard. Sure. And they can then judge. Yeah, they can critique. What I need to do, uh, changes they would make. Yeah. Because I'm limited. I think, here's what I'll say, though. And this is the only moment of self-confidence you'll get out of me Mm -hmm. regarding anything relating to this appearance. When I shave the head down to the half, which is pretty much your scalp with just a little hairline. And I've got the beard trimmed down to where it's not too scraggly, mm-hmm. but freshly shaved above the above the Adam's apple and yeah. above, down the cheek. I think that's the best look for me. Okay. All right. Well, maybe we can um, maybe we can do something where uh, you go clean shaven, okay, and then let it grow back, and like every week before you come over here, make sure it's all nice and trimmed up. Okay. Good. So it's like Friday night or Saturday, whatever yeah. night it is. That's the the shave trim night, yeah. and we can chart the growth. And what we'll do is we'll post a picture each week. We'll try and have the same exact lighting, same background, and everything. Yeah. So the only difference is going to be your beard. My beard. And then post it each week. Yeah. And then maybe after like six weeks, we say, which is the best one? Yeah. Is there an option here that you would choose, or are you repulsed by all of them? Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine that um, any comments will make you feel bad about yourself. No. No, I th- listen, we can get this started next week. I think next week I'll show up here clean shaven. Okay. And we'll begin this process. I mean, I may not look you directly in the eye. Well. Because. Well, I mean. The beard, it, it, the beard father doesn't acknowledge the unbearded. It's happened before and you literally never notice it. So now it makes sense. <laughs> so basically, nothing will change. Well, another one for the list, Steve. We have not heard from. The beard father. Yeah, why did we stop that? We just haven't we haven't heard from him in a while. Maybe we've got answers from I mean, uh, from the beard father. Maybe we've got answers from uh, Steve. You separate people uh, who did not com- uh, continue on the journey through the Marvel Cinematic mm-hmm. Universe. Oh boy. Uh, maybe we've got answers from both of us who didn't do the dizzy bat race we were going to do in April. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, I know that the beard father. He had a pretty busy year. I know his daughter got married. I got to tell you, in that broad. It's- <laughs> She's got a lot of weddings. But listen, that's what we do around here, Steve. We innovate. We do innovate. And then we forget. We completely forget in most cases. Uh, In this case, I haven't forgotten. Um, I'm still waiting to talk to my patent attorney because about uh, towards the end of the year, uh, around sometime in the fall, we were innovating the barf game. A little over a week ago. Um, before we had left on our little vacation, Katie and I, we put Reed to bed, normal time, a little mm-hmm. after 12 a.m. He opened his door, and mm-hmm. when you're dead asleep, that sound still startles me awake. Sure. Just that, the sound of the mm-hmm. the door you know, opening, and then you hear the pitter-patter of feet. And it was a night of, I think it was raining and thunder and stuff, so I thought maybe that's why he got up. Yeah. And he said, um, can you lay with me? Which is usually his thing. Like, hey, I woke up from this. Can you mm-hmm. help put me back to sleep? Yeah. So Katie dream, gets up. maybe, something like that. Yeah. Well, there's an unofficial deal in our house. Because I get up with one or both of our dogs, typically anywhere between one and three times a night. Every Ugh. night. Every night. Sounds awful. So if and when Reed gets up, which is incredibly rare in the middle of the night, Katie gets up with me. Mm-hmm. So she got up with Reed, went to lay in bed with him, and it was maybe three or four minutes. Mm -hmm. And so I was just back to sleep, really. 
he was having some coughing issues anyway. He had okay. some, and um, heard a couple coughs and hear Katie go, "Hey, Kyle, can you come in here?" Okay. I stand up and I go out there and she says, "Can you come take him? He just threw up everywhere on the uh... bed." And he wasn't done. Oh, okay. So there, there was a round two. It was still coming out. And oh to his credit, this kid handled it like a champ. No. I mean, granted, it was also about one in the morning. So he rallied? He puked? Did he, he do another shot right after that? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I poured this kid another. <laughs> I mean, that's the, only, that's the only way to keep going. You rally. There was no outburst. Yeah. No you could tell he's upset because it's okay. scary to kids. Yeah, of course. It, one, it feels obviously it feels really weird. Yeah, their stomach and then all of that. And they've they've that's something they've only experienced a handful of times yeah. in their life. Probably don't remember it really at all. Right, and he wasn't exactly getting ready to go into Six Flags mm-hmm. to go ride the Look, hot new coaster. Exactly. Like there are certain things where, like you expect it. He may have assumed he would be better off if, in fact, he were on his way to ride the newest coaster. Yeah. But in this regard, he did not because, well, it was bedtime. <laughs> so I try to get him out of bed. You know, obviously at that point, you're trying to figure out what do we do with this quantity of right. you're, stuff. You're, at that point, you're all about containing the disaster. Yeah. You know, it, like, do you scoop up? Do you just take all the sheets, roll them up into a yeah. pile from right into the washing machine, turn it on? The most soiled setting yep, ever. Yep. And, and say, I hope it's not too chunky yeah. to get filtered through. No, no. I don't even worry about that. I just, it, it's, that's what that machine is for. So that's, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened. We yeah. didn't know if he was done. So I, I took his, his shirt off and we went and sat on a little stool in the bathtub mm-hmm. and he's shivering. He wants me to turn the water on. So there we are at 1250. And I've got hot water. Kind of taking a bath. Yeah. Yeah. And so we let that roll over his feet and he's sitting there just silent, just eyes open, staring around. I said, are you okay? You okay? And to his credit, totally fine. Yeah. Katie laid with him because again, that's the deal for another, however long after we cleaned it all up, changed all his sheets. So, you know, you're at that point, you're wide awake Mm -hmm. because the light, you you can't really do that. I try to do so much of parenting and life at that Mm. time of day. In the dark. Mm. To not mm. totally upset the app. I feel like once a light switch goes on, mm-hmm. that changes the wake up. It yeah. changes it from like, hey, it's a quick bathroom break or hey, it's a quick, um, I need a drink of water to now, hey, it's, this is an official no, 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 interruption no, yeah. of the schedule. You, are, you couldn't be more accurate on that. I have found the exact same thing. If the lights are on, it's like a... I mean, literally, a switch is flipped, but in their in their brain where they're like, all right, I am 100% awake now. It is daytime. Yeah. But if you keep those lights as dim as possible, your eyes don't really open. Yeah. You can kind of get them back to sleep somewhat quickly. But this is one of those where you can't do it in the dark. Yeah. You know, we're not going to go sit in the bathroom if he has to vomit more. And it's really hard to even imply to a kid... Hey, hang your head over the spot you poop. <laughs> right. If you have to vomit again. That is that is a really weird thing that we as the human race have have started like have done. Yeah, but I I mean, when you think I, about you it, you know something you going to change it up. Are you about to innovate the vomit game? What about a second toilet specifically for vomiting? 
Okay. So you never do your your other business right in that way. It's a vomit toilet only. Maybe it has or a vomit hole cuz I feel like having a full plumbed oh. toilet is a waste for how infrequently most people vomit. Okay. Hear me out on this. Yep. Um when you go to get your haircut, mm-hmm. which I know again, oh, I'm here sorry, we go. sorry, maybe a sensitive subject for you. You know, I've been in a haircut place. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I think I told you this story a while ago. I paid for a haircut like less than a year ago. <laughs> Did they just laugh at you? I paid for I said, just hit it with a half all the way around. And it took entirely too long. <laughs> you just take out the scissors and go, snip. I was reminded right, why I don't go. Because of how long this thing took yeah. for so little maintenance. Okay. Now, you may not remember this because it may have been a long time since you've... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah listen, let's got, get to the story. We get it, okay? Due to the fact that you are... What does it look like in there? ...follically deficient. Were you sitting in a pool? <laughs> how do these places work? Can you fly? Do you have to take off all your clothes? <laughs> all right. You know the sinks that they have there? Yeah, that with the little scooped out. The little cutout. Yeah. Well, the cutout is perfect for, you know, the, like the back of your neck to rest mm-hmm. in there. Meaning it's also perfect for the front of your neck to rest in there. All right. So, so a guillotine sink. Maybe a low down barf sink. So at the, at about the same height as the toilet. Although, you know something? No. No, no, no. Scratch that. I want it higher than the average sink. So I can just stand there. I feel like... Can because you I don't, I don't like having to sit down. Right. Like, that, kneel down on the floor to barf. It's it's like... I don't know. It just makes you feel like you're even more pathetic than you really are. But is it like the squatty potty where that position's really going to help you retch properly? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I probably do better barfing standing up. You think a, a standing vomit is more a standing vomit or retch is more efficient than a sitting or kneeling vomit or retch? Um, efficient? I don't know. C- level of comfort for me? Yes, I'm definitely more comfortable hmm. uh, barfing in a in a standing position. I don't know that I've ever vomited standing. Well, I'm sure I have one of those where I don't fully remember it. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I know for a fact that I did at Six Flags that day because it was a amusement park bathroom. There's no way that I'm oh. kneeling down on the floor yeah. hugging the bowl. There, I didn't touch that toilet. That was the most efficient barf I've ever had. Shirt off, shirt back on. Listen, there's. I think there's still video out there. You, I did not believe you. Yeah, that you could get your shirt off that quickly, and like a ninja on this podcast, you showed me. I think it yeah. was less than a second and a half. Yeah, yeah. You got the shirt off. So I, I am not here to doubt who I consider to be the vomit master in this mm-hmm. podcast. Thank you, thank you. Can't be said enough. Barf Master is... Uh, huh. Vomit Master. Uh, vomit Master. Yeah, of course. Vomit Master. I mean, Barf Master if I'm just amongst friends. Right. Vomit Master when I'm in a professional professional setting. Vomit Mister, by the way. Vomit Mister. Vomit Mister. Just like post, Postmaster General. Yeah, General Postmaster. General Postmaster. Yeah. Uh, vomit Mister. Vomit <laughs> Mister. Vomit Mister. Mr. Vomit. Now, while we do spend a lot of our time innovating on this podcast, we're also a hard stance traditionalist oh. in many senses. And nothing says hard stance traditionalist like dying with your organs in your body and refusing to give them up. Am I 
alone in that I don't really care what happens to my body after I die because I'm not like I'm dead. I'm not using it anymore. For a while, and I've kind of come around on it, I don't know why. This is a weird hard-nosed stance I've made, and that's pretty out of the norm for me. No, yeah, definitely. I would <laughs> I would not expect you to be the one to take a hard stance on anything. I mean, you're just, you're as, um, as fluid as they come. Hey, Lucy Goosey Kyle, that's what they call you? Listen, they call me the, the Lazy River. <laughs> I just half of that's true. I go with the flow. <laughs> I, you know, not much going to upset the apple cart. No, in, no, my, no. in my land. Nope. There is one thing to be said about you, and it's that you don't have a care in the world about certain things. Oh. You don't have opinions on most things. Thank you, thank you. It can't be you said just, enough. <laughs> just, just do your thing and hope that others do the same. I like to take a hands-off approach to most things. Mm. But for some reason, for a long time, I've had this idea that not only when I when I inevitably find the five-galloner punted across a room, mm-hmm. not only do I not want to donate my organs, okay, I want them with me in the dirt. Okay. So... The way I see it, they're mine. Sure. You don't need to take... What, what's the difference if they stay in my body in the casket? Mm-hmm. Or if they, you know, end up in the garbage bin at the you know, mortician or the morgue, right? Mm. And I'm not giving them to, you know... I don't, I don't need my family going down being like, Hey, that's, you know, little Jimmy who got, <laughs> you know, Kyle's liver. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's obvious that they're not taking your heart. No, that thing cannot be passed off to anyone. No, 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 no. That's a that's like if you woke up one morning with the six 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 on your, you know <laughs> seared into your arm. That's a bad omen. It's the okay? equivalent of uh, the square spare tire. Yeah, yeah. It'll, I mean, it'll get you there. Yeah, but it's not going to be a smooth ride. They would give it to a seventy five year old who only had like a year left anyway, right. and it may give you another month or so yeah. on top of that. Yeah. And the way I see it, I mean, they're not giving these eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine giving somebody new eyes? Like, oh, I can see, but it's all blurry, so I need glasses anyway. <laughs> okay, so you want to be buried with, like, in your entirety. Yeah. Uh, you don't want your body touched. You don't want anything taken out. I'd prefer not. What, what about, um, just as an F you to everybody, mm-hmm. maybe they take out your heart. Take out your liver, take out your eyeballs, and you're actually holding them in your casket. Hey, just that's not a bad idea. Just to show people, this is what you ain't getting. I kind of like that. You know, I'm a big Halloween fan. I'd be almost be like a, a haunted corpse. I mean, that would be uh, uh, spooky. Yeah. I boy, I don't hate that idea. Or maybe, you know, I could go with the age old, I, I forget where the story started. You know, you could bury me face down so you can all kiss my ass. Whoa, whoa. Language. I, I've, I've kind of come around on it, but boy, now that you mention it, that's not a bad idea. What of you? Yeah. Okay. Internal. Maybe, let's say for, for impractical purposes, external fine. What is the thing on you that you're dying breaths? You've, you know, you signed all the documents, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm happy to donate to some uh, lesser off physical body, right? Yeah. Organ wise. Appearance-wise, what is it that you 
want to donate to somebody less fortunate. And I'm saying let's toss a little bit of the the science minutia out the window. Here. Okay, so it, it like barring any of the well, basically. So let's just say that anything's possible. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I don't want to limit it to say, well, I think I've got a good kidney. Yeah, that, no. that's boring. I want to give somebody my brain. Really? Because I think that that means that I'll get to like I'll I'll still be in there. You'd want you know? to saddle someone with that, huh? Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's completely selfish because right then I'll be able to come back and control it. Right. Huh. Okay. So you want now a hostile, deceased artificial intelligence takeover of another body? Yeah. Okay. But Boy. it needs to be like a young person. I wanted to note that this discussion started in a good place. <laughs> <laughs> where I, you know, I believe I in mentioned... A good, in a good place where you well, mentioned... Well, a, a generous place. Where you me- Well, the conversation actually started with you being one of... Making one of the most selfish proclamations I've ever heard. Hey, listen. I told you, Steve. I have. I told you that I, I, I've come around. Okay? You, oh, look at that. Yeah. You're an organ donor. I, I, yes. Ah. I, ah. I've come around a little bit to the idea. Okay. But I still... I don't know. That... You know what that is? TBD. Because I think the next time I renew that license, it's going to be a real heart-to-heart with or myself. Just, or just to take a... You always have a black Sharpie close by so you can go... Yeah, can I withdraw my organ donation? Yeah, you just have to initial it. So if I just... So I just... You got a Sharpie I can initial next to this mm-hmm. and say KP and then like dash no. <laughs> I signed this under duress. Imagine your last, your final legacy. Bad car accident. They make it to the hospital. You're barely awake. Yeah. You know, and nobody's in the room because they're really medically trying to save you. And you just grab the doctor's arm. Doc, you can't have my organs. And then you die. So they go out to report to your family, hey, he didn't make it. Do they have to? He also made it pretty clear to me. To not take his organs. Do we have to acknowledge the organ donation on the driver's license? Mm. Or do we follow his last wishes? Yeah, I, I think that they're going to follow your um, what was said on your license. Because they could make the claim. Boy, that's crap. They could make the claim, though, that you were, you know, you were in shock or something that's like that. That's not notarized, Steve. Okay. <laughs> It's a few extra dots of ink on a license that I, I renew once is. every I think five you, years. You sign your you sign your license, don't you? It's a legally binding document. So you're telling me I have to wait now, however many years, until I renew that or get a new license. I mean, you could go there and and just to tell the state you can't have my kidneys. Did you ever update that? Update your license or get that a. Uh... That don't take my organs document notarized oh, that you were a, talking about? There's a time and place for everything, Steve. I've been in constant contact with my local representative, and I'm simply waiting for my time to renew my license. <laughs> and again, I don't want to honor my license. I want this as like when you have a temporary one, yeah. an additional document stapled mm-hmm. that when you know the paramedics or the, the police or whoever pulls my lifeless corpse from the wreck. They see and they pull my first thing they'll do, pull my wallet out. Yeah. And they'll look at my license and say, oh, it's Kyle. Don't touch his organs very clearly. So, so I, you want something 
that draws more attention to the fact that you're not an organ donor. Correct. Yeah. That you are an organ. Yeah. I want everybody to know again, pulling my lifeless corpse from a car wreck or wherever to not touch my, my organs at all. And that means all the way to the ground. I don't want my organs taken out and thrown away. No, no, I'm taking them with me into the ground. Six feet under selfless. Absolutely selfless of you. I'm surprised uh, that you found a special lady in your life. Yeah. That, um, well, tolerates you in any way whatsoever. Thank you. Thank you. Can't be said enough. One thing we do love to do around here, Steve, is reminisce. Mm. And boy, oh boy, do we have some tales that, well, at least for us, are funny. And at least for us, bring back fun memories. And most of them I had forgotten. But there was a period of time where the both of us were just a couple of wild single cats out on the town every weekend. Randomly, I thought of a time uh, because there was after I broke up with my previous girlfriend uh-huh. before I met Annette. There was about an eight or nine month period in there where I yep. was single. I was uh, I was tomcatting around. Yep, you were you're singling and mingling on the prowl. And I remember we were uh, you and I were at a bar. Might have been after a hockey game. The city still quakes in its memories of the mm. time Steve was singling and mingling. By the oh, way, oh yeah, boy, we'll be talking about that for never. Um. I do remember concocting a plan okay. that somehow worked. We were sitting at a table. We were sitting at a, at a booth. Trying to cover And there was a, 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 a filly that caught my eye. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is that not what people say? Who? <laughs> At a horse track? <laughs> so we came up with this brilliant plan that instead of walking over and saying hello and having a conversation, no, no. Instead, I would write my phone number on a piece of paper. That's all new. I, I don't remember and this. And as we walked out, you threw it at them. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that now? I do. I, I I feel like the term <laughs> I, throw. I'm still I'm still I'm still there. By the way, I remember exactly where we were sitting. Mm-hmm. The booth that we were sitting. Do uh, you remember? Can you give me the initials of the bar or restaurant? Because I don't oh, remember. I'll tell you exactly. It was Grand Rapids Brewing Company. Okay. No, yeah. I, I I remember being there. I don't remember this exact scenario, uh, and I don't remember this precise yeah. filly which that straight, you referenced. Oh, I couldn't. I if she walked in this room right now, I wouldn't know it was her. Um, but. Yeah, I remember. I was like, hey, throw this at them. <laughs> Figuring you'd just kind of toss it over, but I still remember you like. <laughs> I mean, this is probably when you were in prime softball days, so you were winding up for the pitch. Yeah, I was obviously getting loose before I went out to the bar. <laughs> so I'd put on my elbow compression sleeve like an old man and loosen up the, the tendons yeah. so I could pitch a crumbled up piece of paper at a table of a couple of Phillies. Yeah. And I remember getting a text, I think, the next day. You did? Yeah, I got a text from an unknown phone number, and it just said, why did you throw this at me? <laughs> I was like, no, 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 that was, that was not me. I, I, I told, I told was, my friend not to. My friend. I, I, I begged him not to, and he was yeah. so just inebriatedly <laughs> like drunk. He, a, he definitely... Uh, did yeah. not understand what we needed and just whipped it like a buffoon. Yeah, it's a wonder that didn't didn't work out. So that conversation didn't catch on. 
I believe you we guys we, didn't meet for we, drinks or anything. No, no, no. I think we texted a couple times, but it uh, was it was clear that it was going nowhere. Do you think that I had muddied or soured the? I think so. The the start of that. Mm. Yeah, I, you you killed it before it even had a chance to blossom into a relationship. I can only apologize. Mm. And again, I you know hopefully next time at the track <laughs> is a little better for you. Boy, we can only wonder what would have or could have been if, uh, well, if that had gone any better than it did. Any different. Yeah. So maybe if I had actually spoken to uh, said Philly instead of having you, my wingman, throw my phone number at her. Mm. Boy, the the life's trajectory, the way it could have gone. <laughs> Steve, I, I, I see here we are at the end of the line. We are. And there is no better way to wrap this year in review up than to give what I think is one of the more recent updates or the most recent substantial update around the longest simmering project this podcast has had to endure. And that is your reconstruction of a 1988 Jeep Comanche Pioneer. Pioneer, that's right. With uh, the four tires, the two doors, and the four to six different colors, I was thrilled, thrilled at this final update. So we're prepping, prepping for a big day here at the Stephen Kyle Podcast. We don't, uh, we don't get out into the public often. We don't. I'm so nervous. We don't shake hands and kiss babies very often, or kiss hands and shake babies, whatever you want to say. Well, we're doing that in just a matter of weeks. I'm so nervous. Should we, I mean, we need to talk about, I need to know what your feeling was mm-hmm. when on Monday, which was Halloween, mm-hmm. you received a text from me. Mm-hmm. Very cryptic. Yeah. I need to know, were you excited? Did you jump out of your chair? Did you say, ah, it's happening? What? What were the thoughts that were running through your mind when I sent you the cryptic text that we had talked about for months that I said I was going to send when I was on my way to your house Mm -hmm. behind the wheel of a 1988 Jeep Comanche Pioneer? Mm -hmm. Were you shocked that uh, literally rubber had finally met the road? No, you know, I wasn't shocked. And I think... Not that you would let anything leak, but you had. There's a video from a few weeks ago or a month ago at this point mm-hmm. on the Second Chance Jeeps page, which again I don't follow, not a fan. No. Of you driving it around, uh, sitting on a bucket, I believe. Oh yeah, that was months ago. Though. Okay, that was early in the summer, I think, maybe June. And you had either told me or insinuated, or I had known that this thing was, at the bare minimum, semi-operational. Yeah. Okay. But was I still a bit shocked because we were mid-conversation about maybe even parade prep or yeah, something we're else. about something else. And you had sent, you, you, you shot the flare into the sky. Yeah, I forget what the exact word I believe was. it was uh, something Foxtrot Nightwing. <laughs> Tango Foxtrot Nightwing. That might have been it. And so what I, were you I honestly, So you were sitting at. I was working. Sit, I was in the basement. The house, right? Yep. Sitting, working, at, working away in the basement. Deny. Deny. Yep. Telling deny. people, sorry about your luck. Better luck next time. Mm. And I got that text, and I had to go bring some trash out to the trash can. So I thought, I on at that point, I did not think it was legitimate. 
So I, I walk upstairs. I bring the trash to the trash can. I have my slippers on because yeah, it gets a little cold in the basement. You know, sure. down in the trenches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when was the last time you actually left your house to Oof. work? Oof. Don't wish that ill on me. <laughs> and uh, almost like a familiar noise will wake you from a dream or sleep. Yeah. A lot of, I mean, for, for parents and for uh, pet kid, kid crying, pet or dog owners. barking. It's the dog. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it's the dog, the noise of a dog vomiting. Mm-hmm. Right. And you hear that, first, oh, that, yeah, that yeah. guttural and boom, that'll wake the dead. You can tell it from a mile away. Mm-hmm. I almost, it was very reminiscent of that. As I heard a very loud rumble <laughs> somewhere in my neighborhood. <laughs> now I live in a, I live on a circle area, not a cul-de-sac, but you know my my right, exact right, neighborhood. Right, I wouldn't. Right, I'm not right, invited. Right. Hey, one of us here lives on yeah. a sack, but my subdivision is very large, much like yours. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know which direction it was coming from. My, mine's better, by the way. So richer, I just, much richer. Listen, we talked about the gate, uh, the butler. I just don't want there to be any confusion. Of course, of course. I don't want. I really don't like your comparison of your neighborhood to my neighborhood. In any way. I put my, nose, put my nose to the sky. I thought, that's a 1988 Jeep Comanche in my neighborhood. As you no doubt hear backfiring yeah. and squeaking. So you rolled around the corner, pulled into the driveway, and there she was. Pulled into the driveway, fingers crossed, hoping against hope that the brakes still yep. worked. They hadn't gone out in the last half mile. Somewhere, or... Uh, you pull in and there's still a tire in the back with, you know, either a, uh, what do you, I don't even know what you call that, those That's things. permanent, by the way. That's that, just there? That is where the spare tire mounts. Okay. There's a spare tire mounted those, in the bed. Look. Those Jeeps sure look, know how to make look, them look attractive. I could, uh, that's not from the factory. That's an upgrade. Oh. Well, the, <laughs> normally the spare tire is underneath the bed. Okay. Mine Seems like a better option. Mine won't fit. So it's either no spare tire or a spare tire in the bed, which is okay because I'm kind of going for the pre-runner look, of course. Yeah, I mean, I've discussed this Obviously. with you numerous times. Is a loose spare tire in the back? That's not loose. A it's tr- bolted down. Bolted down. And you bolted pulled into down. the driveway, mm-hmm. and I popped the door open, got in, and we took a spin. We did. Just around the neighborhood. From my vantage point, no issues. Yeah, I mean, making some, making a little bit of noise. I would. uh, It is a, in general, a very loud vehicle. (laughs) It's. uh, This is what uh, those of us, those of us in the truck community and the vehicle community would call a shakedown run. Okay. You take it for a spin and just kind of see if all the nuts and bolts are tightened. Um, Which the day before I had done the same thing, and all of the nuts and bolts were not tightened. I got one house away from my house and it was really groaning at me pulled it back into the garage i just can't believe we're still there pulled it back into the garage now there are five lug nuts per wheel okay total of 20 lug nuts yeah. right but the wheels my math adds up yeah the wheels have spacers behind them mm-hmm. those basically have five lug nuts each as well so total 40 lug nuts on the entire vehicle of the 40 lug nuts, more than 35 of them were loose. Oh, my God. 
is this just a byproduct of it not being out very much? No, this is a byproduct of when I was putting the whole thing together. I tightened everything down kind of hand tight mm-hmm. because at that point the brakes didn't work. I needed the brakes in order to keep the wheels from spinning when I was tightening the lug nuts, but brakes don't work. Can't tighten the lug nuts. Then I just forgot about it. So tightened up all 40 of the lug nuts again, and now we're good. Now we're good. So yeah, I came came barreling around the corner at your house. It does not fill me with confidence. Pulled up into the driveway. Big grin on your face. I wish I had been recording. You had a big grin on your face. I couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. I we I hopped in for all intents and purposes of what I care about this thing for, which is it needs to go two miles per hour for approximately one hour. Mm-hmm. It seems like it can get there, which I don't know if that's an endorsement two weeks <laughs> out. Look, since you've been in it, that was almost a week ago, five days ago. There have been numerous updates since then. Okay. Can I ask you if there's been a certain update? You, you can ask me about anything you want. Does it still stink horribly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one that one might be that might be a bit of a long term fix. Okay, I was what can you pinpoint because we got done with the ride. It was joyous. It was like a, a, a little mini uh, endorphin rush because... Look, we were waving to the fans. There were people on their driveways, okay? And I don't know if they were getting their mail or wondering what the racket was. <laughs> Ducking because it sounded like the town was being shelled by enemy fire. Yeah. And we make it back and we're on a high because at that point, mm-hmm. parade is three less than three weeks away at that point. Yeah. I saw you, you recorded a bunch of videos. I did. You peppered the social media with them. Yes, because this is exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Not just for me, for you, for the progress of for the, the Comanche. the whole Steve and Kyle slash Second Chance Jeeps family. Because this is it. This is the last big thing we do. Agreed, yeah. I don't, I don't have any desire anymore. Until the next mm-hmm. parade. Or until the next half-cocked idea. <laughs> yeah. And you drop me off, take a quick video of you backing out and peeling out of town. Peeling out is a now that's, man. That's being generous. I would argue you were on two tires at one point, two wheels. <laughs> oh, so I, so I was doing a wheelie. Yeah, that's how that's how hard you ripped out of the hood. <laughs> and I went inside, and I don't even know if I had a coat on or a sweatshirt. Went inside, took it off, went back downstairs to work. And what I thought was just a quick linger ended up being. A mainstay on my body and clothes for hours. And it was yeah. the pure, unbridled, unfiltered stink mm-hmm. of gasoline in my body. Yeah, exhaust. It was mm-hmm. horrid. Yeah. Um... Is there a concern that, because I, I told you in the car without thinking, boy, feel bad for whoever's behind us. And then you texted me like 20 minutes later and said, oh, just FYI, (laughs) we're the ones behind. We're riding in a trailer. And it was like the light bulb just got flicked on in my brain. I said, oh, crap, that is us. Is there a risk that you and I are going to be recording and I'm going to look over while I'm mid monologue about what, you know, the 1970s uh, Houston Rockets. mm -hmm. 
and you're passed out. <laughs> I mean, look, there's not always, from boredom. There's always a possibility. Uh, what I'm, I might have a fix for that. Would it be fixing it like correctly? Yeah. No, no, no. Can you just like put a tube back into the cab? <laughs> I don't think that we want to kill the person. No, no, no. We'll leave all those windows open. It's just like an extra. Okay. It's like another filter. <laughs> Absolutely. Further away from us, which is the main goal here. Uh, what I was and, thinking, and the audience will get a little bit of the, the feel. What I was thinking is because the tailpipe kind of comes out the side mm-hmm. at the back of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to be right behind that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just get a piece of exhaust pipe that's like 10 or 12 feet long. <laughs> so the tailpipe comes out the side, but yep. it just keeps going. Okay. So like almost like a... Um, I'm trying to figure out one of those bars that would essentially like a street sweeper. Yeah. To the audience. We'd yeah. have, we'd be pumping exhaust directly into the kids candy. I mean, we could go up bags. if you want. Maybe we go up. So it's like a smokestack. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I, I have but no hey, idea if that would be street legal, but Hey, she's on the road. Probably a good thing that the triumph of that day is more in our brain than the reality of weeks later <laughs> where we didn't have a parade to drive through. No, parade canceled. And th- for the the good of all parade entrance, as just days later, <laughs> you texted me in a panic because I needed to follow you to an auto body shop. <laughs> because earlier in the day, that same Jeep Comanche Steve had had a gas leak where it almost caught on fire. Massive gas leak. Pulled in the driveway. Smoke rolling out from under the hood. How's it doing now? It's good. Gas leak all fixed? Gas leak is all fixed. Wheels pointed straight? Wheels are pointed straighter. And there is no better sign for the future of this podcast heading into 2023 than those four wheels pointing forward? That's right. We're always we're always uh, facing forward on this podcast, never looking back. That's <laughs> So for 2023, just to do a quick run down here as we get out of here, mm-hmm. uh, we need to have a slide off, reminiscent of a dizzy bat race slide into second base. Got it. You need to finish the journey into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No problem. We need to get going on our planning to broadcast from the Olympics. Mm-hmm. You need to build a knock hockey table. <laughs> Boy, a lot of these I think I can knock out pretty quick. You need to update the rider for the side gig to give you two crappy trinkets for both your kids. Mm-hmm. We need to see what the beard father's been doing in lieu of his daughter's weddings. Well, he's, uh, look, he had a, a busy couple months. We need to build the new barf sink or barf toilet. I need to update my uh, documentation to show that I want to be buried with my organs. Yeah. And we somehow still need to get that Comanche operational. <laughs> well, 2023, it's a whole new year. Other than that, it's been a fruitful year. Other than that, we have uh, basically succeeded on everything that we have set out to accomplish. Thank you to everybody who listened this year and has continued to listen into 2023. Um, I know listening audiences change, especially for podcasts, which can become interchangeable. Uh, lucky for us, though, Steve, you and I are the only two middle-aged white guys who have nothing to talk about who have their very own podcast. Well, I mean, we have big opinions. And we have to let them be known. But, yeah, we appreciate you listening, uh, whether it's at work or when you're at home or whatever you're doing, no matter how you're listening. We greatly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we look forward to bringing you more of whatever this is in 2023. But in the meantime, please stay and enjoy the fire.